of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Monday. Happy June the 6th. Everyone, True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank you all for joining us. See the chat filling up with shamrocks already. I sure why. Um, thumbs up on YouTube, please and thank you. We, we ask you so kindly. Five star wherever you're hearing us. Subscribe in the chat so you can not post shamrocks. Scoob's in the house. How we feeling, Scoob? I sustained an injury. Whoa. They got you wrapped up there, Daddy. What's, uh, what's the deal? Well, I did this because I i don't know. I either jammed my wrist or I broke it. My friend said if I broke it, I would know. But it hurts, Daddy. Long it agree. hurts. What, uh, what, what happened? Um, I think I boxed two, one too many days in a row. I did, mm. I, I did the whole Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it didn't hurt when I was doing it. And then like... Adrenaline. Yeah. And then like three hours afterward, it, it was hurting. Oof. But the heavy bag fought back. It did. It must have. But since I wrapped it up, it feels a lot better. So I think it just needed to be wrapped up and iced a little bit. We'll be fine. We power through. Yeah. That voice you hear, a Hollywood Jam Packard is in the house for a minute. Uh, Mysterious. He had a minute. They said he has an internship he has to go to in order to learn things. Jam, how we feeling? I also sustained an injury, injury, rolled my ankle playing pickup. Uh, I'm not going to show you my feet because you can't Please get that not. for free. But it's it, my ankle is all black and blue right now. It's gross. What, the, what, what were you doing? Were, were you driving to the hoop? You're coming down from a vicious slam. You're pinning some shit off the glass. What happened? Uh, I was uh, fouling a guy driving on me. and I uh, The Draymond. Okay. Yeah, I was playing Draymond bully ball, and I just uh, landed on his ankle and... Uh, then I came back the next day and played like four more hours of pickup on it because uh, I'm, a, I'm an who, idiot. Who, who, yeah, I was say, who, who do you think you are, man? You had a ring back to play to, for. Back to backs. What are, what? No, I saw one article that was like, icing it's for the birds. We don't ice things anymore. The best is to uh, work out more on it. And I said, Was the article from 1944? No, apparently icing oh. it is, uh, is bullshit. Uh, and it's based on I junk science the entire are. time. I don't buy uh, that. Big ice? Big ice. It, it it shortens your recovery time. It makes it. It basically makes your muscles and your tissue weak because it's just being iced instead of uh, exercising and getting them back into fighting fighting spirit. Jam turned his ankle one time. Now he Doctor James Andrews. Man, he ready I, to do it. I think I, I need. You want him to do some surgery on that wrist, Scoob? Let him have a look at it. I mean, this morning the first text I sent to my buddy was like, "Well, man, I think I broke my wrist." <laughs> Hey, Punch listen, sometimes you just know. Punch sometimes you just know. Um, we'll see. If it's not better by, like, Thursday or maybe Wednesday, I'm calling the doctor, you know? Did it swell? No, it didn't swell at all, which it's is not why... not broken. Yeah, it's weird. It looks normal. It just... I can't rotate it all the way, you know? Like, I can move it and stuff. It just hurts. What, what more rotation you need to do than that, man? I feel like you got a good a little Queens wave, you know what I mean? <laughs> what, more, what, what more rotation do you... Yeah, what more rotation do you... What can you not do with that rotation that you're like, man, if I could just get it a, a little bit more this way. I don't know, um, man. You don't know. Something might something might rise up. You don't know. You never know. Um, 
you never know. Jam, since we do have your brief time, confidence level. If we don't get anything out of you today, confidence level, zero to ten. I believe last time we were at a six. I believe after game think, one, it was a six. I think I'm coming in at a five. Uh, okay. So not 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 too uh not too down off a, a 19 point loss. They got the split, which is the ultimate spin zone right now. And there this is just what the Celtics are. The Celtics uh do not play well after a win. No. They love turning the ball over in their losses. Like all of their losses against the Bucks and the Heat were pretty much giant turnover fests where the other teams really ratcheted up the defense and the Celtics responded poorly. You know what the Warriors did? They really ratcheted up the defense and the Celtics mm. responded poorly. I think they're 0-5 in the postseason when they turned the ball over more than 16 times. I did see Celtics, that. Celtics gave him a solid 18 turnovers, just a two for a good measure. And so I expect them to come out better in game three. Uh, Why? Because they've uh, have not lost two games in a row for the entire playoffs, and that's like what they better on the road though. Don't you kind of want another? Don't you kind of want another game in Oakland before you go home? Oh, this is going six or seven. They're I think they're going to split the like the two games in Boston, and then it'll all basically come down to whoever wins Game Five. Would you say, Scoop? I was saying they're six and zero after a loss, and the Warriors are five and zero after a loss. So Mm. very very interesting. If they just keep on winning after the losses, the Celtics will win Game Seven That's because right. they won Games One, Three, Five. But the Warriors will take Game Eight. Then what? Well, then we'll keep going. Then you go to nine. Uh, looking up, this is what I wanted to see: nineteen total turnovers by Boston yesterday. Third led to thirty-three points for the Warriors. Thirty-three, and I think I saw—I don't know how many Tatum had, but I saw it was like Tatum finished with. Four turnovers. I think they were like all live ball, which are like the worst. I think two directly led to Steph threes. The ref, the rest lead to other stuff. But yeah, no. If you're just gonna hand the Warriors the ball and more importantly points, gonna be a tough scene. Jake Jackson in chat says, "If and the if is in all caps. The Celtics win the series. I will eat dishwasher salmon." Oh, Jake. Don't make, me, don't make me don't make me wish against my uh prediction. Is that a, is that a salmon prepared in the dishwasher? What is that? Oh yeah, oh, there's yeah. a dish you do you, like you do all your stuff, you wrap it in foil and you put it in like the top rack of the dishwasher and you run the dishwasher. And when it comes out, you got salmon. Mm-hmm. You got salmon. Mame's gonna hold him accountable. So Yeah. <laughs> I, I trust Mame to do this. Once again, TWS talking about the Celtics lost with Barry the lead when there's a death. Yeah, we never talk hoop here, ever. <laughs> So he's right. You got me. Figure me out. Um, I think this is just me, non-biased viewer. If I'm the Warriors, I would tell Draymond Green, as soon as the jump ball is thrown, immediately get a technical foul. That's I would I would just tell just immediately just while whoever goes up for the jump ball, just punch him in the throat. That's oh, a he, te- he did basically his shenanigans <laughs> from Jump Street. He, he pre-planned this. He tweeted about Adam Silver beforehand, talking about the greatest commissioner of all time. That's why I say age and experience. Nobody on the Celtics was smart. Co- uh, Tatum too busy trying to pick out his Kobe practice outfit. Should have Draymond's been, working the officials. Should have been calling Adam Silver the CEO all week instead of picking out outfits. Yeah, give me a break. Uh, but yeah, after Draymond, he did it in the. 
I know Dallas. I believe Memphis, too. If he gets a tech early, he's going to try to get that second tech because he knows they won't give it to him. He gets to act with impunity. And it's like it's like they won't won't even call a second tech on him, but they won't call uh, normal fouls. He basically bowled over. He was acting like a, a offensive lineman like there, a pulling right guard. He basically just destroyed, ran directly through Grant Williams and got the foul call on him. He took I thought Grant Williams was Mr. Super Strong, man. I thought he couldn't be ran through. Uh, clearly, that's not the case. I thought he was Mr. Muscle Scoop. Did you not see him get run through and then call the bozo by Draymond Green? <laughs> yeah, let me, I'll pull up the clip. I did see, I think you were tweeting that, right, Tyler? He was like looking, he was just running into people. Yeah, I mean, he he got to the third level. Like, you want a good fullback <laughs> to do. They started setting the screens on Steph, and Draymond just kind of navigates. He's like, I'll, I'll chip your D tackle, I'll your linebacker and get some, and I'll get some for your safety. And Steph just, uh, Oh, on this yes, play, he just walks it through. He took three defenders with him. It, listen, it's beautiful basketball. Beautiful basketball is knowing what you can get away with. We're looking at Steph here. There's one. one. There's two. <laughs> there's three, just in case. And bam, Steph walks into a wide open three. I think the Celtics should try this. Dude, he's literally in a football stance. He starts in a football stance. He said, hut, hut, hike. Did, did nobody else catch that? He said blue 32. Am I the only His one? His hand was on the ground. His three-point um, stance is fantastic. Like he's Look at that. The sh- shoulder into the chest, just like they yeah. teach it. Steph called the audibles. Uh, Omaha. Omaha. He does the Clearing ju- them out. Was this an ad for the new Madden? I mean, Steph this- does the juke. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll get to that. Higher um, quality than the ad for the new Madden. Listen, this is, this is playoff basketball, Jeff Van Gundy. Look at that. He pushes wanna- him full extension of the arms there. Listen, that's that's a textbook block. Where's the foul, school? You telling me that's a holding? You telling me that's pass interference? You gonna look me in my face and tell me that's pass interference? Because it's not. Do you so guys, you're not gonna get a flag over here. Do you um, think he should have got uh, the second tech for pantsing Jalen Brown? Yes. And uh, listen, I was 100 with Jeff Van Gun. Jeff Van Gun is like, listen, he should be. That's a double tech under any other circumstances. Be the first for Brown, second for Green. He's out. He's not gonna get it. <laughs> and it's the right call because they're not going to throw Draymond out in the finals game unless he, I don't know, kicks an old man in the nuts. What are the odds of that happening? Jeff Van um, Gundy's like, he should absolutely not get that call. That's like, that's fantastic refereeing. LeBron and Steve that was Jaddy, a bit much. the biggest liar. Like, <laughs> I love that decision. And then he goes on in the same rant being like, but this selective enforcement by referees, they should treat every Yeah. That's where he lost. I can say this stuff. I'm not calling the game for the official league. I can be like, eh, leave him in. I want to see it. I don't have a horse in this race. Leave him in. I'd rather <laughs> watch the finals with Draymond in it. But, yeah, can, we, can you find that play? School? It was Jalen Brown and Draymond got tangled up. I think it was Jalen shot a three. Draymond fouled him. They were on the ground. Draymond kind of just kicked his feet up on him. Like a, just left his uh, sneaker yeah, yeah. Right, in, right in Jalen Brown's face. And like for some reason, his, Jalen Brown done. knocked it away. He was uh, not pleased what? with that. I'll say this, something similar with Poole and Derek White, when Derek White hopped over him and a couple rounds ago, somebody hopped over uh, Bertans, tried to hop over Bertans. Is it this and it's one? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, if you try to get up and like they won't let you, here we go. That's the foul right there. Two feet spread on him, pushed him. Jalen hopped up, Draymond hopped up. Actually, looking back at it now, I'm really glad it was a no call. Like I, I do kind of think this was a no call. But if Draymond did not have one technical already, would this have been a no call? Hey, 
I'm not Zach Zarbo. I'm Tony, not Monty McCutcheon. You know what I mean? Tony, I'm not Tony, Tony, Brothers. Tony Brothers. Uh, <laughs> I'm not Hollywood are, Tony Brothers. 2-11 in uh, playoff games with Tony Brothers. Uh, just putting it out there. Hmm. Hmm. Two, two more wins than I would have thought you had under uh, Brothers. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Jordan Poole had a good game. We were tough on Jordan Poole for game one. Game two looked a lot better. Decided to hit to he hit a step back forty foot shot, which was wish I would have seen that in game one. But he played well. Do we? Draymond think... only taking three shots. So that's that was something that was I, I, that's something I did not know until that's why they won by thirty. School. We said he was uh, zero for four from three. Missed all those layups. He said I'll never shoot again. He didn't make his three pointer though. Good. <laughs> I mean, he stopped shooting. Um, do do we think the refs call his bluff next game? Like everyone's saying, like he's just gonna get that tech and coast. Well, like, in, do we think in they Boston? Call I think it's Boston. It might be a little different story, but yesterday, like pivotal game in Golden State, he was not gonna get thrown out. I think that's if, bullshit. If the Warriors win Game Three, Draymond's getting thrown out of Game Four. Like they're going to find a way to. Uh, he will be ejected from a game this series if it's. If if one side gets up like a three one or something, he's like, "This is not really gonna affect us." Oh yeah, nah, he'll he'll pants Tony Brothers, uh, eat his whistle, and walk out. Three shots, but the recipe. So I th- Draymond played well, got some good blocks, some pancakes in there. Clay didn't shoot well. I thought Clay played a good defensive game though, like which won't show up in the four for nineteen. But and Jim, maybe you can speak to this. I feel like I saw Clay on. Horford some more defensively which is something I said last game I was like if he's going to defend it he should defend up not down and I feel like it went decent yeah the Celtics like the the Warriors said um we're not going to leave Al Horford Derek White and Marcus Smart wide open for threes and it felt like a good adjustment for them Al Horford didn't even have a three just that all of their attempts were down and they basically were like Mm -hmm. you're going to have to beat us drive into the paint and make shots let me tell you what the Celtics did. They did not make shots. I think I saw the stat six of 31 on uh, shots in the paint, like on, on self-created things. Yikes. And so uh, they like, I thought the Celtics did a good job of like beating their initial guy off the ball. Like they beat Looney a couple of times. So mm-hmm. like, uh, but then once they got into the paint, either just not going up strong, trying to draw a foul or just like, it felt like five or six just, dump off passes to the Warriors. Mm. And so they just need to like be better uh and finish over uh Draymond Green, whoever's like kind of left in there. But I thought the Celtics like the Warriors did a really good job of just like staying on their guys and basically forcing them forcing them to make uh tough shots or just make bad decisions. Yeah. Like you look at like Marcus Smart, Horford, Robert Williams combined to make three field goals. That's a tough scene. Grant, I don't know. I just feel like Grant Williams, his job for Grant three or for game three should be get Draymond ejected. That if I'm a Udoka, I would just tell Grant Williams, we don't care about your rebounds. I don't care how many threes, like take the threes and all that. Your job is as soon as you walk in, tie his shoelaces together, blow in his, like do whatever you can. You got to get him to get hopefully the second tech, not just the first. Pretend to be I would, a I would, yeah. yeah, just go right up, yeah, bump your feet and all that. Um, what did you say, Jim? I would start him actually because over Robert Williams. Over Robert Williams because 
they need to not play Daniel Tice ever again. No, I disagree. And he played 14 minutes yesterday. And let's add, uh no points. I like those. Those are good minutes. You can't look at the box score, school. Hey, he gives leadership. Five rebounds. That's almost the same as Jason Tatum. And Jason Tatum, pretty good player. Hmm. One, one block, too, for the, for the Tice man. He did get a block. So you're saying uh, Tice should uh, start for Horford well, is what I'm hearing. No, 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 no. Uh, but I think Robert Williams is clearly, like, limited in what he can do. And you just, like, need to try to survive, I kind of guess, the minutes without him. And, like, normally their lineup is going to go small with Derek White as the guy. But you just can't do that for the entire game. And so I think you stagger the the Time Lord and Horford minutes at the five. Um, mm. just so you don't have to play Daniel Tice. So if that's Draymond Green versus Grant Williams to start game one, opening quarter, just like double text, I'm all for it. But again, you know, once he gets that, like he's just going to, it's going to be Wiley Coyote, man. Draymond going to take something else out of it. He's going to take an Acme anvil out of his bag and drop it on Grant Williams' head. And Tony go. Brothers is going to say, play on, yeah, play on, play on. I didn't, I didn't say anything. You can't go for the tech for the first one. You got to try to draw a flagrant two. A direct strike oh, to the face. There you go. So Grant, anything that happens, Grant Williams. Oh, whoa. it's like Grant. Come on, it's jump ball, man. A Get blood up. pack. Oh my god, a blood pack. So they have to review it. Blading. Uh, yeah. We think blading, Scoob. You think he he pulls a little something out of his jersey? Oh, Keeps, oh. Keep the tuck under a wrist blade, just a little <laughs> yeah. slash. Oh, he busted me wide open, Tony. Come on, man. We see him walk up to Yudoka before the game. Run into me. Like, Jason, keep run into me. Um, cut under his eye. He's going to walk into the huddle, and Ime's just going to raise an elbow. <laughs> Get him right in the nose. Uh, yeah, what did Rob... What, he, can, he can still contribute. Like, again, at the rim, yeah, two blocks... He can go up vertically, but just laterally does not look like himself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was going to have to be something. Tice playing 14 was something. I, I got to say, it was a lot of Pritchard, a lot of Tice, some Bialisa out there. I said, man, what is I said, I thought these was the NBA finals, school. I didn't think I was watching uh, uh, Euro Cup. What's this? And then Tice out there 15 minutes. And then Bialisa locking up Tatum, man. I said, what am I watching? The NBA Finals. I mean, Tatum minus 36. That's rough. That's one of those, not on him, because he legit was like, Jalen came out hot. Jalen finished with 17. He came out hot. Tatum, I just feel like if it turned out where the person guarding him was shorter than Tatum, he was going to make the shot. Like if it was a switch or whatever, he ended up with Peyton or Steph or anybody he could just go up and over. Easy money. But it was some Wiggins. I saw some Draymond on him more. And those were the ones he struggled on. But look, they scored 88 points and he had 28. Like being the minus 36, tough look. Mm-hmm. And we will laugh at him. We have to be fair. We have to be fair. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he wasn't the issue. Yeah, Horford and Smart, four points combined. Not That's the more the issue. Smart just didn't show up at all. Yeah, like, what the... there's been a lot of points in the this like run for the Celtics where smart driving against like smaller point guards and just getting like layups over them, like quick mm. little six point runs that have been pretty big for the Celtics. And he just didn't have any offensive con- contribution tonight. Yeah. And the rare thing for, that's why I was like, is something off. 
he'll go one for six, but that's like the first half. He's like Marcus Smart will be fine to finish three for 14. In some cases, like that's what you need. Him only taking six shots was rare. I saw, I noticed Golden State missed a lot of layups. They finished 20 for 39 in the paint. The Celtics finished 12 for 30 in the paint. Oh, that's their shot chart is ugly. Yeah, let's, uh, I guess ESPN, B-Bot, yeah, that's yeah. why reference got to get some shot chart. But that was what I know, because like you said, they were, okay, Marcus Smart or Horford, these guys take those shots. So it's like, okay, they weren't getting those, and then they were also getting less than nothing in the paint. And Tatum hit a number of tough shots, but he his game is taking tough shots. So He hit threes. He, he was fantastic yeah, he on five, three. six threes first half. Yeah, but I so, think he only had two field goals inside the paint, and just other than that, it was uh, – a lot of white, like they got to the paint. They got to yeah, the paint. Easily. They just didn't do much there. And that's kind of like, I heard, I don't know, heard or read somewhere. It's like Golden State for the past month has been playing two teams that pack the paint, pack the paint, pack the paint, shoot the three. Miami and Milwaukee, number one and number two, and giving threes up. Golden State will, I mean, not going to give you a layup, but they'll concede it in a way those past two haven't. But if you're not going to take advantage of it, in terms of going 12 for 30 in the paint, or would Boston shoot from three as a team? Um, 40%. So, yeah, shot what? But, again, when you're 12 for 30 in the paint, that's you're handing away layups. How many free throws did each team? Um, yeah, I'm sorry, EB. EB's eating his lunch, man, and we're just looking at these shot charts. It's, 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 it's tough business, but the game must be told. It doesn't tell you how much from where. Let's see. Just uh, if you go to the like the box score. Let's uh, see. No. They only will do it the old-fashioned way. How many free throws for Boston as a team? 17 Seven. and 20 for the Warriors. Yeah, so 17 free throws when you're getting nothing in the paint. It's like it's not enough. You're going in there and you're not getting those. And Marcus Smart, Horford. Der- I thought Derek White played a good game. He's continued Derek to be a- yeah. phenomenal, especially. Does he need defense. to start? Derek White just looked good, man. He he might. I just think it like ruins. Then you basically have no one coming off the bench. Like their their best lineup involves it's White with like kind of the, the core four other guys. I just don't think you can like start it because then the rest of the rotation's kind of like messed out. But that is how they're going to finish games. He's been hmm. his defense on Curry has been he's good it's just like better than i've seen like better than marcus smart at this point uh yeah through the first that's why i was like I, they won't bench smart but i i don't know if they'll go to white no, quicker. They, need, they need both of them out there yeah but, well they need good marcus smart out there they don't just need Marcus. he was out there last night the celtics also did some this like horrendous like anytime curry would drive it feels like the rest of the team would help how many like like layoff like layups did Looney get just from like hanging out in the dunker spot? It's like they Looney's they just good, didn't. Man. Looney's I mean Looney's good at catching the ball and dunking it. I would I would give him credit for that. But like the Celtics just overhelped entirely on every Curry drive. And it's like that's not what you need to help on. Let let Steph Curry try to make some difficult floaters. Maybe send one guy He'll to do help. it. He'll do it. I'd rather him try to take a ridiculous sh- shot than just a uh, dunk at the rim. It felt like they're just like leaving the Looney every single time. Yeah, let's see the uh, box score again, school. What did Looney finish with? 
Because just want to, we're gonna look up, and Kevon Looney's gonna win Finals MVP because he just didn't miss a single shot the whole series. Six Looney for six. last night, six for six, played twenty-one minutes of plus twenty-four, had seven boards, two assists, three steals, and a block. Like he got a couple people at half court. Like you just don't dribble the ball around Kevon Looney at this point. It's common knowledge for everyone except the Celtics. He gave good minutes, and Gary Payton the second is what I want. I want to see his plus minus. Gary Payton II is going, I mean, it changed this series. Like, once he hit that three, it was like, okay, elbow seems fine. He went up and took a foul. I thought he was awful because he missed his first, those first two free throws. And I was like, oh, you gotta, you can't play this guy. Still shoot. Um, That foul call was absolutely atrocious, though. Jalen Brown. Well, Jalen Maldon, are you kidding me? (laughs) Had him in a figure four. Could have, could have broke his other elbow. Uh, But yeah, no, this one, seven points. Three reward, uh, three rebounds, three assists, hit a three. I don't think it tells the story. I feel like he just makes some of their best lineups fit more. Like you said, the Celtics, like these games tend to go small, and Peyton can guard pretty much any, like the, you know, what I'm saying just his style of play. If he can hit a three, a three at all, he helps. Poole had a better game. Otto Porter didn't do a whole lot last night, but didn't need a whole lot. We, I, we haven't really talked about Clay. Uh, I talked about him. Uh, Steph, I mean. It's like Steph just had like, eh, winning another 29 points, another five threes, whole hum. Just consistently and, great, you know? He's the bus, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he I got is that, the bus. The Draymond quote. He had a quote. Um, Uh-oh. After the game. It was about it was about Kevin Durant. Um, oh, no. Yeah, he was... Why, why they, I'm with Katie at this point. Why do they keep bringing him up, man? He don't even play there no more. How did Kevin Durant keep coming up in this stuff? Draymond Green. When KD was here, our offense still started with Steph. That's, that's the way it's always going to be. This is more like an upbeat Doc Rivers. Just the Draymond gruffness. Happy Doc. Yeah, ha- <laughs> happy Doc Rivers. And, yeah, when Steph can do that, like have 29 points and you can say he didn't even really go all like nine for 21 mm-hmm. five for 12 threes i think and it's been said i think defensively steph is playing a hell of a series man yeah and again not locking anybody down but that like not the point like the point is it's times where he doubles on somebody i feel like his back is to like either the ball and also the ball handler because it's like trust that everything's gonna be the way i need it to be when i rotate back He's always active. He's always fighting through stuff. And they talked about his son. I think he said he's put on like 30 pounds of muscle since he since like his rookie and it shows like he's bigger, stronger, competes like that's the. Like if you're looking at, I mean, I think of Trey, but any jaw, any of these young guards, it's like that's what it can look like because Steph was as frail and as lost as anybody. And. I think it starts with body, but it starts with effort. He just wanted to do it he's like you're not just gonna pick on me and it just be a bucket you pick on me but i'm gonna fight about it so and still kevin durant gets brought up hmm. <laughs> uh jam any any closing words you know you've got to get to your internship um, i will say that it feels pretty good to have hit another slip you know it's three all right yeah he got right, cut his vine <laughs> You know, keep riding the hot hand. I'll send out my picks if you want to join the winning train because it's been three straight games. I've been in the money. 
What did you what did you hit this time? Over Tatum points, over Draymond points. Oh, well, you put in a little uh oh, man, oh, I put in I put in a five uh, uh five part super slutty one. And okay. I was uh, one for five on that one. So, okay, now um, we all say, there we go. Jam, Jam putting in these purity ring ass slips, man. I, I blew Come my, on, my promise my ring. Bonus. Uh... I had Steph when I, I had Jalen over turnovers. And in a game when the Celtics have eight, 19 turnovers, Jalen only had two. So game of skill, good. man. Game of skill. Pretty good. That's what they say. Uh, confidence meter going into game three, Jam. It's what Wednesday, I think. But. Uh... Oh, I think, uh, I think they're going to win uh, pretty confident. I'm like a seven for game three. You think Boston is going to win, to be clear? Yes, the Boston Celtics. Okay. Hey, we will see if you say so. All right, Jam, go do your learning. Have fun at your internship helping wow. people. Yeah, get him out of here. Just leave the box. Yeah, he's um, gone. <laughs> I'm still here. Hey! <laughs> There's a ghost. <laughs> It's the ghost of Packers past. Um, still looking at the box score here. Bielisa gave some good minutes, Goob. Yeah, six points off the bench. Can't he? It was a point where like literally nobody could hit a layup, and he came in and I think hit like back to back layups. Mm-hmm. I think he defended Tatum well. Like Tatum, I don't just rightfully like struggle when it was some length. If it was Peyton pull anybody shorter, he had no problems with. But Length kind of bothered him. Clay, man. Yeah, four for 19. And I think, I mean, you guys are paying attention to him. I just kind of lose him when he's out there, you know? I don't I don't. Listen, how could you? He be chucking up shots that don't go in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to look for him. I just need to uh, look up and see number 11 firing out clank. Yeah, when I hear the clunk of the rim in my headset, I know Clay's <laughs> playing. It's tough, man. But also, he stunk these first two games. This is, uh, <laughs> Chantel said, Shawnee said, listen, that's how you set up, close them out, Clay, for game six. You got to be mid, so mid the first five games. They doubt you. They back the, up yep. a little bit. <laughs> you shoot under 30% for the first five games. Game six, Clay Thompson, four for seven. You don't have to be that hot. It's just like, man, he's he, he shows up when it counts. That four for 19 was tough. We got some Kaminga cardio, though. That's always fun. Hey, now nah, listen. The stage is setting for Kuminga Finals MVP. I think, Steve, <laughs> like you, it's going to be a long... I still think we're going seven. You just give him a little taste. Maybe game three is it. Maybe game four is it. And it's like, hey, Steph Curry's on the bench. Jonathan Kuminga, we need you to make something out of nothing. He says, I'm ready, coach. He says, I'm ready. Um, Clank Thompson. Stop. No one call him that. <laughs> Nah, I, I disavow that. Calamitous clay? No. It it, it was tough. Clay, Clay's moving like Arnie Duncan out there. It, listen, if Clay was moving like Arnie Duncan, Warriors would be up two zip. Arnie Duncan's <laughs> a great ball player. Arnie Duncan's a great ball player. Uh, yeah, four for 19. One, it, he goes hot and cold. You get that. But four for 19, one for eight. That means he was what three for eleven on non threes, Scoob. That's the part where it's like, come on, man. Yeah, one for eight from three. That'll happen. You shoot a lot of them. The three for whatever. Yeah, the other stuff, and you're not getting to the line. That was a tough one. Kobe says, "Why don't they play Porter more?" I, 
Porter played a good game. He also, maybe I'm wrong. I thought he tweaked something at the end. Like I saw like holding, shaking his wrist or something at the end of game one. So I don't know if that contributed to game two, but GP two back, be at least in there is kind of less minutes for him. It seemed to work out. I just, I my biggest takeaway is like the Celtics go small to get Looney off the court. And if I'm Steve Kerr, I think I just got to say like, no, like he's, he, I think he's one of their five best players. Yeah, I would just maybe say, like maybe six. Yeah, so he played twenty-one minutes. I'm not saying you play him forty-one, but for a couple more minutes, I'd just be more and more comfortable leaving him out. Like he's just shown he can hold his own. Maybe not, you know, on the road. Maybe this is what you want when he's playing a role player playing at home. But I think he's earned a little bit longer leash because he just. I mean, he just keeps producing. He doesn't take shots. He can't. Tell you, he's not jacking up threes. Passes a little bit again, three steals and a block in 21 minutes. So some of those turnovers going the other way, uh, loony. So and like theoretically, if the Celtics go smaller and they keep Looney out there, he's a really good offensive rebounder. So like that, yeah, and that's that the like he, he makes him makes him pay. Just got one last night, but still got you know seven on the hole in 20 minutes. He said Porter plays more, such so Draymond, which isn't going to happen. I think they can play together though. Like, I think that's kind of like Porter. Well, GP2 kind of makes it a different option, but they they just have more options now. So I guess that's kind of some of it. But Clay had, what, 30 minutes? Yeah. Probably want Porter to get some of those somehow. Well, I would, yeah, Porter. Well, even maybe Peyton now. I was kind of surprised he played 25 early, but if he's back and seems healthy enough, he'll have to get. Some of those, and see, why does more Porter mean less Draymond? Yeah, I'm. I think you want some more Porter, but I want him in there at the same time. Like the same we talked about it last game. The Celtics, if they go one traditional big, it would be you know probably Horford and the rest wings or guards. If Golden State does that, then Draymond's the big, but then Porter's one of the wings. So I want them out there together. So game three, man, I I had some I was thinking about. I didn't even officially submit a slip. So I didn't lose any last night. Can't lose if you don't play school. I had I had a slip. It was a mix of baseball and basketball. And I hit Derek White points over, but both of my baseball picks didn't hit. So I'm pretty sure shit, one of them, the guy was on like a 23 game hit streak and that ended because I bet on him. So So you you ended. Yeah, I think what was his name? Peralta, maybe? Uh no kettle Marte kettle Marte it was you you ended it um yeah my bad kettle I I owe you apology uh some let me see uh, only the third quarter uh yeah if you can yeah because the Warriors took that one that's when they pulled away uh which team do you want to see uh well let me see how, how many did each yes it was thirty five to fourteen I think for the third quarter yes thirty five to fourteen. But the thing I saw, with four minutes left in the third quarter, this was a six-point game. So that's how close it was in terms of Boston kind of like, they just kept kind of taking the jabs. And then mm-hmm. toward the end, Poole hit like a crazy 40-foot like to end the quarter. But when they got hot, they started going more pick and roll. And that's, I think, when the one of uh, Draymond pushing everybody around was, which is not really a, a Warriors thing. Mm-hmm. But they would go pick and roll, find the big. If the big is even one step away too far, that's too far for Steph Curry, and he's firing. 
yeah. they did it two, three times in a row. Poole came in. They did the, they did some for Poole. That's kind of when he got going. So what did Poole, Yeah, he had two shots. I thought he passed the ball. Well, yeah, one assist. Only we're only looking uh, third quarter, but yeah, Steph went four for nine, three of six threes, had fourteen points because they finally started going pick and roll. So I wonder. I mean, not if that's something they'll do more, but how Boston is going to counter it because it had too much success to like not go back to. Max says it was a twenty-five to two run. Twenty-five to two. Good lord. And also, Kobe said that a uh, sixteen-game hit streak ruined by the sex man. That's right, baby. Oh man. <laughs> ooh, oh. ooh, I got, I got to send an apology letter after this. <laughs> yeah, streak. now you you owe that man a, a fruit basket or uh, <laughs> gas car. I, I feel genuinely bad right now. <laughs> no, I, you should. You should wear it. Um, I, I, you know who else <laughs> feels bad? But was that the Warriors game? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, why man. they put the why they put the camera in that man's face? He was, I mean, and they said, "Welcome to the Chase Center." <laughs> Look at his face. Welcome to the Chase Center. They got Michael B. Jordan, um, just taking in some hoop, the, just taking in some hoop, the, and the best tweet I saw was like, "I know that mustache anywhere. That boy is down bad." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it started to hang a little bit on the side. Nobody's ever been well. Uh, <laughs> With that little side stash hang. So we just, like, yeah, no, I'm here. I'm having fun. Hey, <laughs> I like, yeah, no, salute. Um, I, I I love the nod at the beginning. He's so serious. Like, yep, we, yep. I mean, for the people who don't, it came out, he and Lori Harvey, uh, it came out yesterday. I don't know when they broke up. So he was like, man, you know what? I'm going to the game. I just, I just don't even want to think about it. I just want to watch some basketball. Sit court and the side. cameraman, yeah, cameraman's, hey, Michael, where's Lori? Where's Lori? And he's like, that's what this is. Um, that's that, that's that nod right there. <laughs> is she in the bathroom? Can we, can we get you two together? And he's like, uh, I don't want to. Look at, that's the one right there. That's the one he's like, should have watched this shit from home. <laughs> I got a 78 inch t- screen. Could have uh, had a great view. O- OLED. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I will not be at game five. Um, poor guy. I mean, he's, poor guy. At, at least, I mean, with, with a look like that, that's a strong look. Maybe he's getting back into a movie or something. I don't know. That's what I would. I mean, listen, he might. Once you get like that kind of level actors, like Brad Pitt used to do that stuff. Like, hey, Brad Pitt, he's. Full beard, he's fully shaven, he's mm-hmm. bald, he's crazy hair. And whatever he does, it's like, yeah, that's the style now. Michael oh. B. Jordan's bad at that status. Like, hey, down bad. Is down bad in right now? Uh, I saw. I've said it's been in for years. Robert Downey Jr. dyed his hair blue. Why? Speaking of that. Oh, Why? please load this picture. They better. Here we go. Um, it was for his son's Little League baseball team. Um, okay. Uh, wait, you can't see it in there, but uh, there uh, Ch- Chat's gonna have to trust me. Yeah, we trust Chat all the time. They're gonna have to trust us. Yeah, Chat's gonna have to trust me. Oh, here it is. Here it is. A radical Ooh. new look. There it is. Boom. Oh, he's got the short blue. Yeah, the short blue look. Okay. Dodger blue. His kid plays for the Dodgers little league team. I look a little Marlins teal over here, but <laughs> I, I listen. Team spirit is team spirit. 
I think uh, it, it looks great. Very, very late, late era actor look. I love it. Yeah, no, he's definitely in that. I'm focusing on my children. Right, uh, right. Portion of life. Uh, it said Down Bad is in this chat should be a fashion week. Listen, we are fashion week. If Down Bad is in, we set the trends, damn it. Um, yeah, like Chandler said, if you go back to Michael B. Jordan, that's that Steve Harvey mustache, man. That's that Steve Harvey, just a little, little too thick overhang on the corners. That's how you know he's like, hey, yeah, oh, that's the one right there. That's that dog that's just smiling through it all. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. Having a, having a fine time. Poor kid. Um, <laughs> what, oh, what, just one last final thing. Then we'll get to some of our other opening hour stuff. Steph Curry didn't get a single finals MVP vote in the 2015 finals. This is I recently saw. I didn't remember. He didn't get a single vote, school. Andre, it's 11 voters. Andre Iguodala got seven of the votes. The other four went to LeBron James. And he didn't Scrolled win. He, he did not win. Uh, scroll, does it have Steph's stats in here? Because I know it was like 25, 5, and 5. Nice. I don't think it does has. It, it does. Okay. Oh, oh, here, oh, oh no, there we go. But it says who voted for who. Let's see. Iguodala. The people voted for Iguodala. Sam Amick, uh, Ken Berger. Hugh, well, if Hubie Brown voted for him, then I I, I, I fight for that with my, with my life. <laughs> um, Jason Lloyd, Rusty Simmons, Mark Spears, and Mark Stein. The people that voted for LeBron were Steve Ashburner, Howard Beck, Zach Lowe, Jeff Van Gundy. I, just, I couldn't believe he didn't get any votes but also i don't can you win like the mvp on a losing team and i asked because i was listening to a hoop collective and for the eastern conference finals mvp tim bontemps uh, for espn voted for jimmy butler and tim mcmahon was on his ass about it uh which i think i tend to agree so it's like in a in a small sample size seven games can you give it to the losing player? Like, would you, if you, if Scoob was on the ballot, would you give a vote to a losing player for a MVP, award, a series MVP award? I thought you were asking if I was on the ballot, would people vote for me if I won? Oh, we, <laughs> listen, you lost. know we would. You know we, you know we'd vote for you. I'm saying, <laughs> would you vote for, if you thought it's like, hey man, that guy, he was I, best player, but he lost. I guess it would depend what the series looked like. Like if it, if it, if they got swept, then no. But mm. if it was like a close series, like seven game series, and they just didn't pull it out, and he was clearly the be best player, I feel like he should win. You shouldn't just get it for because you won, you know. I don't know, man. How, what other way to show value? Yeah, that's true. I guess the the the, the regular season MVP exists for a reason, you know. Right. Roby said, respect to why did Hubie have a ballot? Oh, listen, Hubie know more about ball than everybody combined. Hubie should only have a ballot. I would argue that it's disrespectful that the other people on here have a Nobody else in here coached in the ABA school. I like Howard Beck. He didn't coach the Kentucky Colonels. Hubie Brown did. I, saw so I think Hubie should I saw only Hubie, have the vote. Hubie ate a basketball right in front of me one time. I, 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 fork and knife? You was there? Said he couldn't do it. He said, watch me. <laughs> And he said, now what you hear, have here is a basketball, okay? And I've got a fork and a knife. I'm going to slice it from front to back, like so. 
Wow, wow, wow. Um, I just, I don't know. Just where I come down to it, I feel like I would, if I'm giving a vote for somebody, I think it would have to go to somebody that won the series. Even if, like, I can, like, in, in this series, LeBron was the best player, had the best series, all that. But I wouldn't have gave Jerry West the finals in a losing effort either. That's just not, I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I I get that. I get that. Let's see, he's forgotten more about ball than he'll ever know. Hey, listen, he forgot more than any, like, even with what he's forgotten. He can still cover it. I think Hubie Brown should only have the finals MVP vote. That just, <laughs> just Hubie, Hubie's it's just Hubie, the, judge, jury, executioner, Hubie Brown. The finals MVP every single year is Elgin Baylor. Uh, <laughs> he was just tremendous, Mark. You should have seen him in 1970. He, he could hike. Uh, thought that was interesting. Jam had to duck out. His avalanche are up three zips, school. Yeah, they um not even not even giving the Oilers a chance. Yeah, like they are clearly in the driver's seat. Uh, yeah, and... Mike Smith is Mike Smithing every game oh, no. at this not, rate. No, not Mike. <laughs> at this not rate. Just... Uh, yeah. What was the score for the last one? Four to two. Classic. Uh, Mike Smith has just given up four per game at this rate. Uh, he he. Yeah, he's trying real hard. <laughs> so maybe you get off his back. Yeah, I mean, the, the Avalanche, they, they they just want it more, you know? Connor McDavid said we're, what were they said they're like, they're playing slow. And it's like, well, yeah, you're down 03. Mm. So I, I was I was laughing because um, um, Wayne Gretzky, during one of the games, it was either during that first one where they scored 14 or the next one, he was like, you know what they got to do? They just got to start playing defense. Yeah. <laughs> Is he wrong? And I was is just, he wrong? I was cracking up because, like, that's a guy that, like, was unguardable back in his day. And he's like, look, guys, just guard him. Come on. Listen, that, that's exactly why I think, like, Shaq wouldn't be a great head coach. Shaq is like, no, what you do is you go down to the post, you call for the basket, and you put another grown man through the rim and you dunk the ball. That's what I do. That's mm-hmm. what you should do. Just do that. Run that play. And Gretzky's like, I don't know, man. I would simply stop the puck. Right. That's what I. That's what I, the best player of all time, would do. I would uh, just. I would just steal it from him. I mean, I, I would steal. I'd go down the other end. I get my guy an open look. I'm looking here. Mikey Smith. They go tonight. He's at thirty three and a half saves. He's had forty two and forty the last two schools. Yeah, I think the only risk with that is, does he get pulled if he starts stinking it up again? You know, pulled for they're down 3 0, brother. Pulled for what? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. this is at this rate, yeah. You yeah, you know what pulled. I mean? I think I want some over on some 33 and a half, Mike, because I definitely think Colorado is sweeping. Like, I think they would definitely just come out like we're just far, we're, we're clearly better. Let's not mess around, right? Mm-hmm. Let's let's just close this out. I have no idea, McKinnon. Every week, every game, I feel like I look at McKinnon's and I just have no. <laughs> the day I stay off him, he shoots eleven times. Eleven. So I simply don't know. Yeah, that's uh, this is this is fucking <laughs> tough, man. Hockey is so tough because the one thing I I learned with hockey was 
um, you really rely on the scorekeeper to give you the shots. Sometimes mm. they won't count it as a shot. They'll count it as a deflection. And, like, it, it all depends. Like did, Home ice. Home ice. Yeah, home ice. So that's Look, a, that's a, it, it used to be a big thing in the NBA is, like, hey, everybody is, like, why do... Why do point the same point guard that leads the league in assists? Why is he averaging like two more at home than away? What's mm-hmm. different about his play? But it's like at home, it's like eh, that's technically an assist. He passed it to him. He took one or two steps. You can be very liberal mm-hmm. with the assist. You can't be liberal like points, rebounds. Those are quantifiable. Assists, mm, and then I feel like this is probably the same. Eh, it wasn't really a shot. That was deflection. I need him at four and a half. That was a deflection. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm going to go McDavid goal. Closes. I, I, okay, I, it's a over a half. Half a goal. I think he, he's got to score one, right? If they're going to stay alive, any hope of staying alive? I don't think they stay alive. I I'm, do not think they stay alive. I'm riding with the number two player in hockey. I don't know. McKinnon might be taking number one from him here. Who knows? I see McKinnon in shots versus Tyson Barry. Barry's getting three, mm-hmm. but I don't. I'm going. McK- I just feel like if he's that guy, he's going for the closeout, man. Yeah, he's going for the closeout. So I'm going some Mike Smith over in saves, and I'm taking McKinnon in shots. And I think it's just a four zero sweep. I think the Avalanche have just proven to be better. Oh man, there he is. So, oh yeah, listen, you owe this man. Would you uh, handwritten? Postcard? What you think? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna handwrite it through the wrist pain, and I'll send it over for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hunter Green. What's it looking like against Arizona? Um, this is this guy throws like a hundred plus every pitch, doesn't like he? Like every pitch, yeah, every he's single the pitch. Fireballer. Um, should we go? Oof, pitch count under eighty-seven and a half. I mean, if he's throwing a hundred, all. He's not going to go above 87 pitches, right? I went low last time, though. Yeah, 73, 86, 84. That's... Only, he, he pitched three innings. He pitched three and two. He threw 73 pitches in the three and two. Now, struck out eight. I kind of like the over. I feel like he kind of gets back to you. Like, to strike out, guys, you have to throw a lot of pitches. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, to be – I kind of don't – I'm putting a pin in that 87 and a half because I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it one bit. See the yeah. the thing with uh the thing with uh baseball is I really got to sit down and like scroll through and do deep dives on this. Get your like, uh, Tim Kirkigen for real. Um, on because there's uh, so many options. You don't know if you want the runs or the total bases. You know. That's how they get you. I'm gonna post my slip after the show today. I'll just say yeah, I'm let me sleep on my slip. Um, let's do some poidal. Yeah, shall we? Riley said, "Don't do it." I'm not gonna do it. I'm for sure gonna do it, just not right now. It just means mm-hmm. I'll probably do it later. Um, oh, Con- Connor up. Jameson says he has heat, but is also not good. Oof. He says, "What now?" What? Hunter Green has heat, but he's not good. Hey, right, well, listen. Some of the guys on there don't have heat and are not good. <laughs> so we just got to find the part that plays to us. Also, he plays for the Reds, man. Mm-hmm. Give him yeah. a break. Uh, Poidle, our NBA player guessing game scoop. You want to jump us off? Um, yeah, I'm going to do Tyler Arrow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? 
Ice cold. Brrr. Jesus. Maybe I no won't nothing. Get a slip in today. No nothing. Um, <laughs> the only thing I know that this person is, a person might be a dog for all we know. I said, uh, uh, this person is in the Western Conference. They are not a guard. So thinking big, taller than 6'5, older than 22, jersey number under 14. Western Conference forward. I'm trying to think topical. Andrew Wiggins. Is his number under 14? I do not know. Only one. Wait, who, Lindell Wigington. Lind, maybe it's maybe it's Lindy Wigington. Oh, I did uh, Aaron Wiggins. Oh, <laughs> but wait, we know they played for Oklahoma City. Yeah. Okay. So now, okay. Now, see, we we, we make life gives us uh, lemons. We make lemonade. And we know it's so, not. We know it's not Andrew Wiggins too. We know it is definitely not Andrew. <laughs> Person older than twenty three, in the West, definitely in the West, used to play for OKC. Dude, everybody used to play for OKC. Al Horford? No, he's... Wait, no, no. Nah, he's East. Um, did anybody for the Warriors used to play for OKC? Um, Otto Porter? No. No. Someone tall. It's like a center power forward. No, maybe it's not somebody topical. Okay, uh, Western, but not Northwest. Did they so have... Texas teams, Cali... I'm thinking of somebody on the Warriors, man. Bialisa. Give me Bialisa. Uh, but BJ yeah. Ooh, in the okay, Pacific. Nah. In the Pacific. A full, okay, getting getting warmer. Getting warmer. Jersey number slightly higher than eight, slightly taller than six nine. Sabonis. He wears nine, I think, right? I have no idea what number he wears. It the, could be Sabonis though. Could King, be uh Domo. They're in the Pacific, right? Yes. Cali teams. I'm doing Sabonis because he was on the Thunder for like a day. He was on the Thunder. No, for a year. For four years. Oh, okay. Oh! oh, Scoop knows Sabonis? Oh, he wears number 10, though. Uh, Hey, listen, you were close. And I complete... He played his entire... He went... He was drafted by Orlando. He and Oladipo went to Oklahoma City in exchange for Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka. I I, I remembered Sabonis because I saw... I should have bookmarked the tweet. It was like if the Thunder didn't do all their trades for picks tweet. Oh, man. Yeah. They would have like Horford, Sabonis. They're the best team in the world. They'd be like number one team in the West. Paul George. um, Yeah, yeah. Paul George was one of them. They they still could have had KD, too, if they didn't do it. (laughs) If he wanted to say, yeah. Um... No, he played a full year, and then both of those guys were traded. Uh, Sabonis and Oladipo went from Oklahoma City to Indiana for Paul George, and they both became all-stars in a rare trade that wins for both sides. Um, Good pool, school. Is he 6'11"? I don't think he's 6'11". No, he's he's a big boy. I'd I'd give him 6'11". He's a... a lot of man, you, you got to. His dad's like seven four, dude. Like, there's just a lot of genetics uh, in the Sabonis portion. All right. Let me, uh, Scoob. You want to play some letterer real quick? It's been a while. Oh, okay. You think we get into it? Just, just it's, it's Monday, man. We can have a little taste. A little taste. We can have a little. We can have a little taste. Um, let's get into some letterer. Over under twelve and a half. Twelve and a half guesses. Under. Under. 
I'm going over. I, I don't oh. know. Uh, start us off. Who we got? Going M for Monday. I'm going uh, G for Garfield. Monday suck. Mm. Oh God, it's starting again. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go L for taking L's in literal. I'm gonna go for B because we back on literal. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Z because we're sleepwalking to the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go F because I'm furious we don't have this already. I'm gonna go T because it's always T. Oh, it's usually T. I'm. What is it? Never. What is it? Never. What is it? Never. Um, it's never V. V. Victorious. Now. Um. Okay, we got to do some like kind of strategy. Strategy. I'm gonna strategy. Do... <laughs> yeah, we got we got to tackle specific areas. <laughs> okay, W. <laughs> okay, I'll, okay. You take left of the border. I'll take uh, right of the border. Um, I think it's gonna be a O. O. Oh. It wasn't an O. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go S. S. It's right in the middle there. It's right in the middle there. Come on. I'm going to go H. Because it's some horse shit. Ah. Okay, this is actually fucked up. Um, I think we've hit our over. Oh, or we're close. We're close. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11. Oh, this is the one. If we don't get it right, it, yeah. The, a lot of pressure, school. Glad it's you, not me. Y'all be cool. All right. It's going to be P. Oh, it wasn't P. It wasn't P. Um, you. It's you. It's you. I've never been more certain anything in my life. It wasn't you. Okay, it's gonna be. It's gonna be Q. It's Q for sure, dude. Why are we still doing this? Give me a why. Okay, N because we're never playing this again. <laughs> Give me Jay, because this is a joke, man. This is really a joke. Okay. Um, D, because I'm I'm going out the door. Give me an I, because I'm irate at how bad we are. <laughs> we are at this. We are down to one, two, three. We're down to six letters. We have wasted. We've blown through 20. Okay, it's 20. Gonna be, it's going to be C. I mean, yeah, C. It was not C. It's K, man. It's right there under our nose. Oh my god. Um R. Yeah. We knew it. We knew it all. I'm feeling like LeBron right now. I, I knew I knew before we started the level. I told my friends I that if 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 Scoob got hot, then he he'd probably hit R in our twenties. I told him if it got down to the last five, it would be R. I told him all Clutch along. time. That's we wait for clutch time. You can't right. win a game in the first quarter, school. We wait for clutch time. Jeez, um, Louis. Every time we play letter, I remember why we never play letter. Right. Let, let us take a break. Let us take a break. We'll come back. We got a lot more stuff. Messi got hot. Uh, Haney rolled over. Combosos. Uh, Bladen. It's got another stay hot quiz like the this or that we might get into 
Madden is back and looking great for Madden 2011. Uh, so let's take a break. Let's take a 10 minute break. If you could give us a five star review, wherever you're hearing us on the way out, thumbs up in the YouTube, subscribe in the chat, come back and talk some some Monday madness, man. Just another manic Monday around here. So uh, we'll catch you after the break. Hey, welcome back. Hour two. Happy Monday. Plenty more stuffs to get to. Uh, plenty more stuffs. I mentioned Messi, but one thing I, I forgot to mention this hour one. If you could pull up uh, the story about trouble school, because, again, it, it, it's not all good news. Here on TWS. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say RIP to to Atlanta's scoop. This is the SKOOB. Uh, trouble. Atlanta came out yesterday. He was killed over this weekend, age of 34 years old. So RIP to him. I'm not sure, you know, how big his name is or mainstream or whatever, but just in terms of a name that has been in around like in a good has represented Atlanta culture for a long time. This was uh, tough news. Tough, tough news to wake up to. So RIP to trouble. Rest in peace, Atlanta school. Uh, also, I forgot to say last week, rest in peace, Marion Barber, man. Marion the Barbarian passed away. And I just, I don't know, just the way things are going now. The Metro Boomin story came out this, this weekend. Uh, his mother, her her husband killed her and then killed himself. So, not all good. And that, that this, I'm just like in just this corner of the world. I'm I'm not even getting into the numerous mass shootings. That, like when, there's just too many, too damn many. Um, but I did want to say R.I.P. to Atlanta School. Rest in peace to a real one. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video of him mm -hmm. at the baseball game, maybe we should. I'll I'll find it on the next break and we'll watch it because it's a very funny, okay. very funny video of him at a baseball game. He pretty much just of trouble at yeah, a baseball game. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know. If I've seen that. He, he just went live on Instagram at the game and he's just <laughs> recording everything. He's like making fun of the people around him. He's like, I hope that guy don't have to go for a ball. <laughs> yeah, listen, he's just just in general. Like if you just read his tweets. Which I mean, it's just one of those like he was tweeting like Saturday and got mm -hmm. killed Saturday night. Shows how it happens. They did the old, I think it was noisy or complex. Somebody did like the thing where they would send the corniest white guy you could ever find. Oh yeah, the, the, like, the Vice nerd Thomas Vice, Morgan. Yeah, Vice. Yeah, Vice yeah. yeah, they sent him into. He's out there. He's like, I was smoking some of uh, Scoob's Atlanta space weed, and on cloud nine, and Custer Scoob. He. He has a very, I don't know, it's the most Atlanta accent I've ever heard, mm -hmm. where it's one of those, he could say something, I understand how somebody could not catch a single word he said, mm -hmm. but also as somebody who's just listened to him for years, it's like, I understand everything he said perfectly. Right. Um, so watching him in the, <laughs> they had, he's like, man, you just sipping the weed, man, you got to take a whole bite of the weed. Um, so just, just a, a funny guy in general. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Not all good news. Um. I do want to see this baseball video because it it just seems like. Uh, let, let me see if I, I can find it. Yeah, it feels like, it feels like something I would be uh, interested in. Let's see. Yeah, the Scoob and Scoob crossover, man, that would have been one for the ages. I would have just I would just took the uh, 
turn my microphone off and would have tried to listen to Atlanta school and Wisconsin school, just trying to understand a single thing that each other said. Mm. What a time. Yeah, it's not appearing. No Ooh. dice. Yeah, no dice. Well, yeah, no rush. We'll, we'll find it one time. But it, I had to get my RP in and, and oh, prayers, good vibes all to Metro Booming, man. Just legitimately a horrible story all around. No easy transitions away from that. But I did what I was going to say before this. Uh, Messi. Mm-hmm. Lionel Messi had himself a day. Yeah, so it was it was only only an international friendly. So now what does that what is a friendly? What does that mean? I think it's just like a tune up match, you know, like it doesn't like really exhibition. Count. Yeah, it's just like an exhibition. Gotcha. Okay, but, gotcha. I mean he scored all five of their goals, so but the reason why it's so it's such a big deal is uh Argentina have not been beaten in thirty three straight games. That feels good. Going into the World Cup, I mean, we 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 were. That feels good. Now, how, how long is like thirty three? How long is a seat? Like you know, what I'm saying, is this like half a season, season and a half? Is this two um, weeks to play? Like you know what I mean? Let's see how long the streak is. Thirty three matches. Um, it doesn't say how long this has been going. I'm clicking on the team. Feels impressive either way. Yeah. Um, fixture with fixtures and friendlies, and I don't know the pitch. So there's two I don't, here. I don't understand anything about this. Why, why all competitions? It must go back years. That's what I'm saying. Like this is wow. Seems seems impressive. Uh, 20, 2019. Ben Donatian says since 2019. Okay, so seems like they're just getting <laughs> just staying warm, staying loose mm-hmm. going into the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Zeke might says a long time for an international team, multiple like coming up on three years. So if you know at any given time you have a guy that could just, I don't know, score five in the friendly. Right. So would this be like like an exhibition game if Steph Curry just scored like 72 points? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, but still again, still in like, hey, going to the Olympics, man. You like to see Steph uh mm-hmm. score 72 points against Brazil. Or right, so right. poor, poor, poor Estonia. Yeah, and I mean, poor Estonia. I I know over the weekend I saw people saying that um because the UEFA Nations is going on, so that's like all the U uh European teams are playing each other right now. Mm. And I've seen a lot of people saying that the European teams don't really look that good. You know, the, really the good ones like England, they've they've looked sloppy. I know I saw mm-hmm. Belgium lost. So um, who's looking good? What country is it? South America? Are we in on South America? I've seen Our people, people are saying Argentina and Brazil should be the favorites uh, going into mm. it, at least. But I don't trust Brazil. They they had that 0-7 loss or whatever that was. So. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, I'm on Argentina. I'm going with Messi. I, it's his last World Cup, right? So and Yeah, and he's going out, so he's 34, which... Yeah, Four years, long thirty-eight. That's a little too long in the teeth. There. Long in the teeth. Uh, El Bozo said, "You know, it just means they haven't lost. A draw counts as unbeaten." I'm fine. Like again, we have not. If we have not lost, mm-hmm. it could be thirty-three straight ties. We haven't lost. Yeah. In thirty-three straight games. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Zeke Mind says each goal is by fifteen points. Yeah. So if, if Steph dropped a smooth seventy-five, 
Because this one was like he had five. I, I'm sure he could have gotten to eight. It, like if he wanted to get to eight, if he wanted to get to ten, you know what I mean? How how much did he play? Is it like when did he score his goals? Um, he, he played until at least the 76 minute. His last goal was the 76 okay. minute. So, okay. Um, it doesn't they tell us chill. the time. They have possession of the ball 79% of the time. Um, oh, he played the whole game. He didn't get subbed out. So played the whole oh. game. Well, he's no Steph Curry in my eyes. Steph Curry would have been subbed out, getting some rest on those old knees and ankles. So Messi still got it. There's that. Mm-hmm. What else we got in news stuff? Oh, the boxing match? Oh, yeah, Combosos took a tough one in his homeland, school. Dude, he it was once again one of those things where I felt really confident, and then the guy missed weight, and I'm like, what the fuck do I do now, you know? I didn't see Combosos missed weight. So he almost did. He he was like... uh, a half pound over and then he made weight and then he said it was the art of war deception why he didn't make weight originally mm, next level big yeah. brain and then he went out there and he got dog walked so <laughs> which is tough because i by everything i didn't see it but everything i saw that haney just rolled him from the jump yeah. like it was never very close mm-hmm. but i still saw two cards had it 116 to 112 which is just too close for comfort. Mm-hmm. 116-112, the other guy's in his homeland, but in a fight where... And uh, Haney, I saw Haney said, he's like, yeah, I took the last round. Um, yeah. Just playing it safe. So a third car had it 118 to 110. I saw that there's... I, guess, I mean, from the contract they've signed, we're almost certainly going to get a rematch, right? Yeah, and boxing guys usually ask for it, you know. If they're if it's in the contract, they ask for it. But it, I mean, right, yeah, it doesn't seem like the promoters are interested in a rematch. I, I was seeing Haney versus Lomachenko is in the works. That's what I, I saw too, because the rematch it would again be like basically same as it, it would be in Australia again. Combosos mm-hmm. pretty much set the terms. And I mean, they want re- if they think it'll make money. If there's any level of intrigue, it just sounds like one of those. There was no level of intrigue. Yeah, like Haney no. was just so Dev Haney was just so much far and above that it might not be. I saw that the next fight could be yeah Vasily Lomachenko, who was I think the number one guy at top rank, and Haney's number two. So mm-hmm. the little top rank would like that. Mm-hmm. Then I also saw, which I'm guessing after Lomachenko. He's ultimately got to get Tank Davis, right? Javante Davis? Yeah. Yeah. Haney? Yeah. Javante, he just knocked out a guy, I think it was two weeks ago, I believe. Yeah. And that video, he was yelling at the guy's trainer while fighting. Yeah. Did you he, see that one? Yeah. 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 The guy was yelling out. <laughs> he was yelling out tips and he turns and he goes, shut your bitch ass up. Yeah. He's like, you can outbox him. You can outbox him. It just turns, hey, shut your bitch ass up and goes right back. I said I like I like that guy Tank. You say I like that guy. Uh, well, I think Tank's. I think he's got bad guy allegations. No, who, no, who doesn't? If I believe he's uh, he trains with Floyd Mayweather, and I believe he uh, he's got bad guy allegations. I was told so. Everyone does. I, I'm I'm not even surprised anymore. Uh, right. Okay. I'll, okay. He's a good boxer. I'll say that. Um, but it sounds like I think Cambosos again. I think he has the. Mm-hmm. He has the power. If he wants the rematch, it'll probably be a rematch, I saw, unless Top Rank just wants to, like, negotiate their way out of it. 
like this just ain't worth it to us. We'll pay our way out of it so he can go on to Lomachenko, mm-hmm. Tank, whoever. So, but that yeah, that's a tough steal. Oof, that's rough. Tough steal. I also I've misunderstood the story. I thought it was uh, that Haney himself was not getting into like the night before with his father. I thought they was like, no, I'm not going without him. Haney had been there for weeks. It was just his old man that got in uh, the night before. Wait, he was there for weeks? Haney had, that's what I was, Haney had been there for weeks while they were trying to get it resolved. Why? It was, Dude, I saw verif- someone that was verified say he got there 9 p.m. before. And then, wow. He Pops was, maybe, but no, I read wow. it like Haney's. It was like, yeah, like he was like, no, support. We got to get Pops down here. But he was doing all that from <laughs> the down under. Wow. Well, hey, that's so, not me. I still liked. I would have liked Camposos no matter what. I, I, a dog on his home turf, I would have backed that. But I, I do, I do have to. I have to come clean about something. Uh-oh. So, so I, I did. I threw reverse mush under under the bus last Friday. I, oh. I said that he liked uh, Ukrainian Conor McGregor, and he did not, <laughs> because Ukrainian Conor McGregor. It came out, he changed his name three times, trying to hide losses from his record. Respect. So, so no one really knows what his record is. He's uh, unofficially 20 and 11 now, but he could be... Nobody knows. No, no one fucking knows. They, they were, they, they were <laughs> scrolling through decades-old footage trying to... Because the guy's own team was sending photoshopped fight posters to them, being like, look, he wasn't even on the fight poster. And it was clearly like someone had photoshopped over his face. (laughs) Put me and you up there, yeah. And I mean, I think he lost in like 10 seconds, so... No, I like the change in the name. Man, aren't you you the punch-em-up kid? What? No, I'm a kick-em-down brown. That's me. No, the punch... That's my brother. He stinks. I'm good. Um, and and then after the fight, people went back to watch his other fights, and they they've convinced himself that his last three fights were all fixed, so he would win. Oh no! Because he would land like one snap kick, one punch, and then the guy would go to the ground right away, and the ref would immediately step in it, and he would do like a first round, first round, and he would do a victory lap. That's on the take. So it was is nasty business, nasty he, business. Yeah, he fighting the uh, the custodian for the arena. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Dick says he went from twenty five and seven to nineteen and twelve in a week. That's tough. Hey, here's six more losses. Five, six more losses. Uh, how did this come out? Um, how did it come out that he people were like man? I seen you before. You was getting your ass whooped under a different name. You had on some blue shorts that time. So it was it was uh, Sure Dog that did the did the digging. Um, it was Sure Dog. Okay. Yeah, this is the site. It's like a good site for UFC news. Oh man, where is the article here though? Um, let me see. They did the homework. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the Fight Finder. We'll go to the recent events. But yeah, so the main event ended quickly. Also, uh, Jarzinho Rosenstruck got knocked out by Volkov. Um, this is not a good visual for either one of you. Like the guy that won looks scrawny, and the guy that <laughs> lost looks. But this is this is bad visuals. This is the website. Yeah, yeah. Josinho said the ref stepped in too quickly, but he turned his back to six seven Drago and was like covered up like this. So like he was. That was part of my strategy. 
Part of my strategy is to run and hide. All right, here he is. Boom. Give me... The Black Jaguar. That's Look, not a good nickname. Biography. Formerly known as Artur- Arthur Shadikov and Artur Shadkov. Oh, that's how you do it? No, no, no. Shadik. No, that's not... I'm Shadkov. Oh, Shadikov. I never heard of him. No, he was 0-5. I'm 2-0. All right, let's Google him. We're going to Google him, and we're going to find this fake record. The Black Jaguar. Um, Jackson said he saw he t- <laughs> he got tapped out four times in the first round under different names. I do love him just being under different names and just screaming bloody murder. Just, just in hell. Uh-oh. Here Uh-oh. it is. It was determined that Mozarov's actual record is believed to be 21 and 12. It was originally listed as 25 and 7. Oh, come on. That take you from like one of the guys to pretty good. <laughs> uh, like 25 and 7 is winning almost four times your fights. 21 and 12 is you're not even winning every other time. You know what I mean? Like you, you're not winning twice as much as you lose. Right. So big difference. Oh, here's the article. Boom. This has the photoshopped stuff with the posters. Look at this photo. So they photoshopped this him out and put a different guy in. This, this is uh, army propaganda, man. This is how they used to get people to sign up for the army. This could be you holding a gun in fatigues. And then they said, hello, sir. In my tournament, they added a fight that was not there. Please clean. Uh, this battle was not. Please delete. And they pretended to be the promoter, and the people went to the site, and there's no promoter listed under this name for them. It came from Arthur Shatikoff at <laughs> gmail.com. Yes, I am the promoter. Promote the thing. Um, yeah, it was like a mod. It was Jer- you thought I said Jerry Gallo with a G. I said Jerry Callow with a C, Your Honor. Uh, look at these posters. Oh, I wish graphic had, design is not their passion. I wish they had the fights here, but I, I don't. I'm scared to watch them. But, yeah, no. Nah, but that's um, that's pretty much what it. That's came the gist down of it. To. That is preposterous. Yeah, uh, th- that's the gist of it. And they th- that's not the only poster. They did it with o- other posters. They tried. So to is do Fan it. wrong? Is this even a real? Is this a real fighter? Did they just Google like fighter? Um, I believe Fan wrong is real. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. He, Look, he I, I just I had to add. No disrespect to Fan. I had to, I didn't know how far how far uh, they would stoop. Yes. Uh, on Shadkoff's side, so. But, Shout yeah. Out to fan. Yeah, he changed his name five, three times over five years. I kind of like that, man. Just didn't get a new look or anything. He uh, cut his hair, grow a beard, and get some tattoos. He was just like, they won't remember me. They, they not going to remember it was me getting my arm broken. That was years ago. <laughs> And it says it says we can only hi- hypothesize how they were admitted, but um they they said they tried to duplicate a knockout um and then <laughs> t- two misleading. Hit me right there again, like you did last time. <laughs> and then two two misleading submissions of a fictional Mung Mung Championship organization that masqueraded using the same initials as a legit league. Come on. Oh, so it was like, man, man, I was dominating in the WWE, man. The Worldwide Whiskers uh, Federal <laughs> Entertainment. The, the, the best one is the fourth was listed from a Ukrainian venue that had been permanently closed prior to the event taking place. So they just did not do their... This is what happened when stupid people try to get smart, school. When you're stupid and you try to get smart, 
you don't think that actual smart people are going to like find this stuff out. You're like, I'm smart. I've figured. And if they look, we I just have this paper. Who, who said I didn't have a paper on June 6th? I have this paper. And then they look at it like because actual smart people are like, ah, let's have a look at that paper. Let me see that. Pa- I'll say this paper. I don't, I don't know paper. What do you mean? But by then they got the paper. Like they they submitted purposely blurry videos trying to be like, look, that's <laughs> hold not on, even him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's him. Pause it. The dot. That's him. That's a knockout. That's a one-two. And y'all said it was fake. Uh, I mean, we'll see. He's probably. I don't know if he's been cut already, but he probably. But he got a couple ideas. They cut uh Shad cough. They didn't cut Shadow cough. <laughs> he just going his ID. He's a no, 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 y'all. He going his fake licenses, uh, Smith. Now nah, I'm Smith today. Uh, and, and, and the craziest part is like it wasn't even fake names. He legally went to the court and changed his, changed name, his name, trying to okay, cover up losses. What if we? I wish you put all this into just fighting. What if he put all this bluster into being a better fighter? School. What do we think would that like? I mean, the the weirdest part is like when he fights. He doesn't look awful. It just looks like he doesn't know how to... Because he's fighting Ken. <laughs> yeah, he fight... exactly. Because he's fighting... He fighting his brother that he gave 20 bucks before the fight. Now, listen, I'm going to give you one of these. Bop, bop. A knee to the stomach. And then I go on and tap you out. And then we'll go get some lunch. How's that, that sound? Dude, you like lunch? You want some lunch? I, I'm falling for the fixed fights because I watched the fixed fights and I was like, no, I could see why they signed him off of this. See, you part of the problem, school. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, there's snap to this stuff. Like, he just doesn't know how to defend himself or actually fight, you know? You ain't see the part when he was doing it, when he was whispering, okay, left, right, jab, left, right, jab. Come on, bop, bop. You ain't see that part? Um, the, 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 there was one where the, the ref jumped in before he even landed the kick. Because <laughs> he knew, he just said, no, this is going to be the worst kick ever. Stop. <laughs> You can't. You can't kick that man. Um, I, I think I kind of like this guy now. Dude, dude, I'm. I will keep tabs on him. I will keep tabs. I'm on gonna him. try. He keep the fake names. Uh, <laughs> this is one of those like somebody keep. You know, somebody that oh, I, I. I got a shortcut to get there, man. Like you got so many shortcuts to get there. You don't know how to get there the regular way. You know what I mean? Right. The right. short. The shortcuts come from you knowing the regular way so well you find shortcuts. He only looking for the shortcuts. Now it's like, okay, now how you how you get? I don't know. I only have shortcuts. <laughs> and now the interstate's blocked. I don't know how to get to home. I don't know how to get home. Um. Also, there was one more combat sports related thing I wanted to show you. What we had? Um, we had Cody Rhodes last night. Um, oh, I, with his chest uh, ripped apart. You I saw did, that? Yeah. He fought with the torn pectoral. That's nasty stuff, man. Oh, man, dude. That's... It's, like, he just got dropped on a a, a hot griddle. Like, they just cooked his chest on a... When you flip a steak over. Is it worth it, Cody, all this for the WWE, man? I don't know. This is... Well, I mean, I know he was on all the... I mean, he probably couldn't feel a thing. He was on all the perks, you know what I mean? But For sure. But still, geez, Louise. Speaking, is, mm. speaking of the perks, Nadal won that final over the weekend. Um, I bet he did. Or, or the semifinal over Sverev. My bad. And um, On he, the clay, right? On the clay. And he said that um, he did it with a uh, completely asleep, numb foot because they gave him an ejection to the nerve before the match. Oh, what a flex. So he did it with one foot. Yeah, hopping on couldn't feel his damn leg out there. He really is the goat. Mm. 
Uh, oh, speaking of contact, Ric Flair took himself a bump. Oh, I, I, I've been waiting all weekend to watch this. This is chat. Um, <laughs> chat, what you're about to watch is you're about this to elder. This is elder <laughs> abuse, man. If you like the abuse of elders, you will like what you're about to see. Look, look away if you want to see your hero. Uh, if you don't want to see your hero, just um, it's sad. I'm just gonna press play. It just say, yeah, Rick Flair shared a video of himself taking a bump today from the top rope prior to returning to the ring at 73 with a pacemaker. I was like, first thing I, I said, Rick Flair shared a video of himself taking a bump. Rick, no, that's bathroom business, man. Get out of here, daddy. Um, all right, let's see this. Uh, this old man get tossed to smithereens. Look, that's real life. Hold on, <laughs> I gotta go into this because I need to hear the. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. Let me let me open up the. Discord yeah, give me the. Video. I, I need I need to. You gotta hear him like like. Oh. All right, it's open. You gotta hear the. Here we go. I'm in there. All right, here we go. Look, that leg up. That, you can't fake that, school. Yeah, just let let it run a couple times. I'm t- you cannot fake this leg. Man. God damn, you, you can't. He was it, 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 it took everything in his power not to grab his back right away. <laughs> Look, it took everything in his power for him to get flipped. He didn't even do. He didn't make that noise flipping the other guy. Look, that leg still up. Oh goddamn. Um. <laughs> Play one more time. And then, <laughs> and then he gets up and he says, fuck yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Look, I had to grab the bottom rope. This man should not be. I mean, this man is maybe prison. Dude, uh, he, he can't even get up without, no. like, phases. Oh, my God, bro. Is that Joe Bunn? Yeah, who are you even wrestling with, man? That ain't even. It's like the sparring partner. <laughs> Um, that's Jay Lethal, who was fired from Ring of Honor for uh, harassing the women, I believe. So, so this is just the good guy convention. This is the good guy convention right here. Good guy convention. Aaron said Flair's wash is actually how you're supposed to get up as a wrestler. It ain't supposed to look like that, though. It's supposed to be a little <laughs> faster. <laughs> that's what I'm Let's saying. be real. That's what I'm saying. It might be how you're supposed to do it. It ain't supposed to look like that. Uh, Run it a couple more times. I just got to hear that. That old skin hitting the mat. Yeah, see, Aaron changed his mind. He said, nah, he couldn't plant the foot. I'm telling yeah, you, tell, it ain't supposed to look like that. Yeah. Ow. Ah. Yeah, look, he had to roll over. Watch his right foot. Watch his right foot. Normally, you roll over, get up on that. Nope. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like some books falling off a shelf or something, man. I think I'm just looking forward. To, he's gonna get like tossed in the actual fight, and his actual back is just gonna split like like a filleted chicken breast. I just mean, split down the half. We read about the match. They said it's gonna be like a battle royale, right? So he's not gonna have to do much work. I mean, thank goodness. Listen, this is the work he got to do now. He's not really excelling at it. You understand? Mm-hmm. His job for this video was to get thrown on the floor. Recover from that. He said, ah, boy. He said, man, y'all got me working today. All, um, all, all he's really got to do is do the walk, right? Like, uh, when you show up for at this point, 
if you show up to see 73 year old Ric Flair, that's what you just want to say you saw Ric Flair. Right. What you what yeah, what you remember the robe, the walk, him getting on the mic, talking the talk, the jewelry, all that stuff. And then you'll watch him probably get thrown around a little bit, somehow be the hero and save the day. So it, it, it would be funny if they were just like, hey, Rick, you want to wrestle? Hey, we're going to throw you off the top rope. How do you feel about that? He just, he gets in there with some guys that be like, we don't like you, old man. Like, you ain't no free rise today. We just, <laughs> we just, we just on your head. And they won't let him tag out. They're not going, they're not selling any of his moves. Not pulling the punches at all. He's just busted they open do. the first punch. What is it that messes up pacemaker microwave or something? Somebody just bring a microwave to the side and it's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this shit on high. Rich said, no, no, please. Come on, man. Um when's this fight? Because he's definitely gonna pass away in the ring. Um it was it said Starcade something. So I, I think it's end of this month or was it September? One of those. If he takes a flat back, he may never walk again. Brother, if he blink, if he anything, he may never he still hasn't gotten up. If I told you, if I told you which one of these gentlemen uh, threw another human being several seconds ago, the guy that looked like it took all his might to get thrown, took all he had just to get thrown. <laughs> That's tough. Very tough. Mm-mm-mm. And with a pacemaker too, isn't that the kind of thing? If he ta- bumps the wrong way, it'll fall out or something. I don't know. I don't know if it'll fall out, but it feels like if I have something inside me like that, I probably shouldn't be wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I probably shouldn't be. Uh, it just come out his ears, man. I don't even know what a pacemaker look like. That there will be no pace made. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say. Oh, speaking of some injuries, we had some che- uh, injuries at the cheese rolling. <laughs> fair. Michael saying July thirty first. July thirty first. So next. So Ric Flair has about six weeks of functional mobility. Six left. weeks left to live. <laughs> yeah, how many times we got to teach you this lesson, old man? Okay. Uh, what do we have here at school? What do we think Ric Flair's last meal is going to be? Oh, it's going to be the worst. Like some dry rice cakes. The greyest steak and like two perks. A, gr- <laughs> a gray steak, two perks, and you wash them all down with uh, some Prosecco. <laughs> and he's like, and I'm, I'm ready to go. We had multiple injuries at the 2022 Jubilee Cheese Rolling Contest in the UK. The annual event returned to Gloucestershire, Gloucestershire. I don't know. After a two-year hiatus to celebrate the Jubilee, and we had some some injuries. Many injuries. They were rolling the cheese. Oh no! I don't even see the cheese. I've lost the cheese. This is catastrophic. Oh! We're, we're, like, what we're watching now, this is, I don't know, 30 men that just ran down a very non-runner. Oh, there's the cheese. See the cheese? People are falling left and right. This is this is like Game of Thrones footage. Oh, my God. Bro! Oh! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> nah, he's dead. That first guy's dead. Look, she probably just walked down. She's like, I don't know why they ran. Wait, did she say she's from America? I don't know. I know she's foreign. I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. Come on and raise up. Look, 
what was your strategy? Uh, walking when everyone else ran and <laughs> fell and died. Yeah, again, Aaron said, you're supposed to roll. Not like that. Look, not like that guy in the red. You know. Ah! People are yelling, get the cheese. How, there has to be so many broken limbs. Oh, oh. That's a face plant. That's a concussion, a busted nose. Oh, we got to run that one back. A guy was coming down. He almost had it. Almost had it. He had like two steps left and just immediately face planted in the ground. Brett has all this woman's information. Um, if you're rolling, you're fine. Again, not like that guy was rolling. That guy's not fine. You see what I'm saying? Uh oh. Oh, if you can just tackle people. Here goes the cheese. It's rolling. They got him laid out like this is Dunkirk. <laughs> okay, that guy's sliding in the front. He's kind of got to, He's going to get the cheese if he doesn't die. Oh, my God, dude. They're just flying. How much would it take you to do this, Cool. How much would it take uh, to get you in the, the Jubilee cheese roll? We get you out to Gloucester shot. I'm just covering it from the sideline. Me and Jam. School's out there running for the cheese. Why am I the run west to go down the mountain? I already got a bad wrist. Hey, come on. Listen, no pain, no gain, baby. Do you want the cheese or not? I, I mean, how much is the cheese? Is that cheese worth something? I mean... It... How many crackers you got? How much wine you got on your person? <laughs> I mean, I'll do it for... Um, a hundred grand. I'll do it. Fifty. Twenty-five. Okay, twenty-five. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll scoop the worst bargain I've ever heard. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it for. I'll do it for ten, and you pay for my flight out to the Jubilee. <laughs> Look, if I just let you uh, haggle for ten more minutes, you'd be like, "Okay, I fly everyone out first class on my dime. I pay them all a hundred thousand dollars cash, and they get to whoop my own ass before we run for the cheese. I will not take no for an answer." Um. The best part is all, all, all the people at the end, like, they think they've devised a strat to go faster, <laughs> but all it results is them getting hurt and even more. Well, I was going to say, this, the guy, that's, he's the only one I saw because he was sliding. His thing was when, the, like, when you're about to roll, don't roll. Just, like, slide on your ass like you're on a sleigh. Yeah. Pop up, roll some more, roll, run, slide. He got the cheese. Everybody else has seemed to be. I'm going to run as fast as I can downhill, despite <laughs> what, despite what, uh, several years. Gravity been out for some time now. School been out a while. Several years. Um, just running straight down is like no momentum. I've got it. I can ease up the brakes anytime I want. Uh, yeah. Scoob negotiating against this. <laughs> school with terrible bargaining, man. School said, man, I do it for a hundred thousand, fifty thousand, two dollars. I'll do it for free. I'll paint your house, and I won't take no for an answer. <laughs> oh, we got to get some slips on this. I, Fini I, finishing position like a F1. <laughs> Qualifying position. Oh, we got we got our cheese rolling qualifiers. Does, does the cheese beat the people down the mountain, or do the people beat the cheese? Oh, I'm taking the cheese. Give me the, the cheese minus 115. I'm still taking the cheese. <laughs> Sometimes you just take a single. Just take a single. Uh, will there be any bloodshed? Over. I, Over. I, I, the, the best part was when the, the can, can I find it? When they had them all laying out, like they're, <laughs> there we go. It was right, yeah, af right after the, right here. <laughs> yeah, this is the one. You remember the card? I think it was Rocco. Did you watch Rocco's Modern Life? 
no. It might have been before your time. Uh, they used to, anytime somebody would get hurt, it'd just be two beavers that would pull up in an ambulance and come out. Hup, 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 And they put you on the car. Hup, 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 hup. That's what they need right here, because this man is not well. I don't even think he's... I think his eyes are closed. He's sleeping. He's... <laughs> I think his heart is closed. Uh, he's, he's like looking around. He's like, did I get the cheese at least? <laughs> did I get no. the cheese? Brother, you'll never walk again. <laughs> um, not only did you not get the cheese, we don't take your insurance. She's from North Carolina, so I know she ain't got no insurance. Yeah. That's an American thing, not a North Carolina She goes thing. to NC um, State. She got that college. Oh, She's got, got that, a... that Wolfpack insurance. Mercy yeah. um, loss of life at the Jubilee Fest. Yeah, salute. Yeah, over under pints of blood, broken bone, over, 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 over. Carnage, over. Oh. Rivals. Uh, my my body hurt. I mean, the, the the one guy just tackled the dude as he was running down the mountain. I was gonna say, can you play defense? <laughs> like, can you, you play defense? You get down the mountain and you're like, I'm running back up. <laughs> I'm going back up. <laughs> or, I'll team at the top, team at the bottom. Oh, we roll used... the cheese. Roll the cheese downhill. Defense runs up, though. No, we used to do that at football practice. They would have roll cheese. <laughs> we, well, we wouldn't roll the cheese, but we had a large like <laughs> mountain by the practice facility or like a hill. And what they would have us do is one team would go at the bottom, and they'd have to fight their way to the top, and other team would try to block them and stop them. Oh wow! I thought you would want to be come running up, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, your advantage would be like running down, then also trying to stop somebody mm-hmm. being up feels like hell. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, I could run up no problem. I'm built different though. So, <laughs> yeah, this is this is way more dangerous than Dino Man. For real. We didn't even have any cheese. There was no cheese. Uh, and Dino Man, I think I need to see Ric Flair do the cheese roll. Do the Jubilee cheese roll. He takes one step and, but just by he rolls to the end of the, it's just dust, just dust and loafers, dust and khaki pants. Uh, oh, oh, oh! They're saying that that was a tactical tackle. Otherwise, he would have ran into the crowd of people. Hmm. Then why was he the only one that we saw get tackled? Wouldn't everybody ever ran into? Hey, no. That is true. That guy's. That guy's gonna run to the crowd of people. I'm gonna fuck his ass. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna lay him out. Um, now we need to get Chat to do this. We got to get Chat to. Uh... Ch- Champion cheese chaser Chris Anderson won his 23rd race after a year off in 2019 and said this was his final event. He's done. 23 races. He, he's chased the cheese enough, school. He's tired. He's ready to retire. Be a family man. The MVP of cheese chasing. The best that ever was, ever will be, and ever was. What else we got in our new... Oh, an aluminum extrusion uh, plant had a bit of a catastrophe. Yeah, that video was fucking nuts. This is... Yeah, this is visual day on the TWS. This is a catastrophic failure at an aluminum extrusion line. Looks like an overpressure event, and the oil itself over a drop ceiling, no less, open a portal to a demon dimension. Now, I don't know what any of those words mean. Yeah, me neither. But this is a 48-second video. I'll try to narrate, narrate as best as I can, but this really is one 
you need to track down this video and watch it. It's just one of those, again, 48 seconds. It's like, man, this much could go wrong in 48 seconds. Let's give us a run here, school. Just at the aluminum extraction plant or extrusion you can line. S- you can see the sparks in the beginning. That's the one. Look, one guy immediately takes off running because now a spark has turned into a much bigger fire. And turn, it looks like some pit. There's one man running over to it. Yeah, you you can... see the fire jumped to the ceiling. Uh-huh. And that's where here comes the ceiling. Oh, my God. Here, now, hover over. What, what second mark are we at? Um, we're not half. I was going to say, we're, th- yeah, we're a little over halfway done. There's still way more carnage. Mm-hmm. So the ceiling has, op- or this pit has opened up. Things are falling. There it goes. This is horrifying. I mean, that's the, the guys were standing there 15 seconds ago. And they said, you know, thank, nobody was hurt somehow. But like what we're watching right now is just fire and different parts of the building just collapsing. Mm-hmm. 48 seconds. But like right, if you, you can see it right here, there's sparks where the fire starts right there. Look mm-hmm. at that. There's a spark right there or something pops or something. Oh, let's see. I see. I was looking like down bottom toward the left. I hadn't even seen it. Yeah, play it again. I wasn't yeah, even looking at yeah, there. Yeah, w- watch like uh, right in the middle up at the center. Okay. Something flashes twice. Let's have a look. See. There's one. And there's two. Day. See? Oh, uh, and then, yep. It's like a cap popped or something. something. Yeah, something on some pressure or something. Look at us, ex- uh, aluminum expert. It looks like, uh, mm-hmm. from my expertise, uh, yeah. And like Aaron pointed out, this fire turned from orange to white again in like 20 seconds. Yeah, ionized aluminum dust in the air is what causes the white fire. <clears throat> Damn, uh, Bimden. Oh, I knew that this... too. That was in the replies. Well, well I, I mean, everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. Yeah, we all knew um, this. We all knew yeah. what, we, we, we're here because <laughs> we're, we're trying to fix this for them. That's what I'm saying. What I would do, uh, <laughs> some more re- rebar. I think rebar is the answer. This is destruction. The drop like a, ceiling in this kind of building is crazy. I mean, this looks like legit. If you've seen the videos of like, hey, this uh, school gym was recording when a tornado took it out. Mm-hmm. That's what this looks like in terms of, hey, this can go from bad to worse mm-hmm. real quick. I don't mess with fire school. I don't mess with the fire. No, I don't like fire. fire don't have no. fire. Don't play by no rule. Nope. I saw it's a video. It's it was a nightclub fire. It's a famous one, but there's a video of somebody was in the club that night to report on fire safety. So he's like a reporter with the camera. This might be 80s, maybe the 90s. And there's a video. He walks in. He's in there, maybe not even a minute, and he sees the crowd because they got pyrotechnics on stage. The band has like pyrotechnics. Something shoots up. Something on the ceiling, ceiling immediately catches fire, and the reporter immediately walks out. Like the whole immediately walks out, and within, by the time he made it, he or she, I guess, because I don't know who was the reporter, within probably, I don't know, sixty seconds, that shit was coming down. Like that fire don't play by no rules, school. Yeah, no, once and it gets going, can't stop it. A lot of people lost it. It was one of those, like, so bad that they changed a lot of rules, I think, in England. Because it, like, a door was, like, painted shut, so mm-hmm. people couldn't get in and out for free cover. Um, 
was it was it Brett might be right. Maybe it was Rhode Island. I was thinking overseas, but Rhode Island basically overseas to me. Um, did, did you in in high school? Did you ever have to do like um a mock trial for the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire? I don't know what any of those words you just said to me. Oh man. In in high school, we did a, a mock trial. One, we didn't have mock trial or real we, we, trial. wasn't a thing at high school. But for the who? Well, the, it was the Triangle Shirtwaist fire. So it's like a really famous case where, like, the it was like <clears throat> labor labor safety. The 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 place where they made the shirts set on fire and the people uh, couldn't get out of the building. And like in school, uh, they had like doors locked or something. Yeah, they had the doors. Maybe locked. I have heard of that. Yeah. Okay. And then in in school they had us be the prosecutor and the defender, and we one side had to be like, no, it was actually good this happened. And the other side, which, which side were you on? Uh, I was on the jury, so I didn't get to have any fun. I had to make a choice. That's no fun. What What'd you decide? Oh, I said that. Um, I I I pursued them to the fullest uh, extent of the law. I, I went what, what? jam on them. <laughs> What's the case like? No, this was actually a good thing. I would love to hear that side. Dude, they had to. They had. They did. I remember the one kid in the class. He had to get up there and try to be like, "Oh, all the laws were followed." You know. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> if they didn't want to, had they considered not working at such a dangerous place like the shirt factory? You assume these kind of risks when you walk in at the shirt factory. Um. Yeah, I I don't play with no fire school. No. What else we got? Hey, what is this? It pissed me off, so I want to do this before we go to break. Miles Turner really can't help himself, can he? He's a sick man. He's a My, sick like man. he just he really can't. It's like brother, you're you're, you're not helping our your, your trade value at all. Um, what do we have here? I mean, he can't. He can't move if if he has all these Lego statues. A hundred thousand piece Darth Miles, and he's standing with. I don't. Maybe that's his Lego. Uh, that's his Lego guy. Yeah, like, this, 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 the builder. Maybe that's the this, artist. This, ah, the architect. They prefer <laughs> the term architect. The Lego architect. That is kind of a cool um, title. No, architect is fire. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, the station nightclub maybe it was rhode island it is it went like legit the video as far as i know it's still out there but you can see it's like a, you don't want to watch all of it because you can see when the fire goes from like bad to worse and you can tell people are not going to make it out mm -hmm. so it's not a good thing but 10 oh, excuse me 10 a hundred thousand piece darth my for what's Ooh, let him be a nerd in peace. No, here, here's the thing. He can be a nerd in peace. He bringing it to us. No, I think I'm at. I'm at Aaron. I'm. I'm taking Aaron's side now. When you're, oh, when you're with that dirty fork. The fork is egregious. But when you're doing something to this level, that's a man who has a passion, who likes what he likes, and I respect that. That's a man who needs to be on a watch list. <laughs> I think both can be true. That's true. Both can be true. I think. Listen, this is not me saying, "Oh, Legos are for nerd. He shouldn't be doing stuff like that." This is just goes on top of the dirty fork allegation. This is just like 
it's one of those like after you already out on somebody this could have been him standing there with a, a lamborghini i've been like man that stupid ass car you know what i'm saying that's just where i'm at on the miles turner experience but a hundred thousand pieces man it's a lot a hundred thousand it's like a hundred thousand to be exact how much that cost? how much you think that cost? lego's not cheap they're not free um i yeah that's ooh, good question like how much uh yeah hundred thousand i mean it's like it's is it a dollar a piece i mean <laughs> dollar lego <laughs> dollar lego i mean <laughs> i don't know i don't what's the ratio here let's see that's, a, that's a, yeah my man i love to build logos i don't post them i also don't play in the nba that's the thing off of being a social media for him to post them now he's still not getting off this because i would <laughs> never know if he didn't if he didn't bring this to me he can be all the dork he wants, but please wash your fork. That's real. I think this is what that really gets down to. It's probably at least ten grand, at least. Oh, I think it's more, man. It's Listen, what? it's custom for miles. Turn. You can't just sell that. Oh, you go tell sell that to. Yeah, true. Chico DeBarge. Who else just want like a seven foot Miles Turner? He's like, eh. Well, somebody else will buy it. It's our installation. Somebody, I'll, <laughs> I'll buy it. I'll buy it. How much would you? How much would you bid on a school? I will bid let's hundred thousand, do... twenty thousand, five dollars, <laughs> four dollars. I will do two thousand five hundred dollars for the Miles Turner Darth Miles statue. This is this is some prices right shit where I just come up and one dollar. Everybody boo everybody boos me. But I win. I'll go up yeah, also taller than him, so this is a no, legit like seven foot. It's on a st- it's on a Stay, uh, race it ain't on that, that big of a stage. You know what I mean? If you take that stage off, it's still a good what six, nine, or ten. Like that's a lot of statue. And the cape. I don't know what's going on with the guy. That architect's fit. <laughs> it's just I don't like know what this is. Just like he has to get on a pirate ship later. That's <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, how my uh, aunt cooked when she uh, has a dress when she got to cook in the kitchen. They're like a one piece with a jacket. That's how she looked when she get out of church. That's what I wear to weddings. Uh, <laughs> I cannot wait for school's wedding look. Uh, the I, yeah, I'm with Joe. I will say the hair is hair Legos is impressive. I give you that. I give you that. Scroll. Let's, let's see. Like the, they did like the twist or dreads, whatever he's got. I don't know how, but I'll give him that. Yeah, look how many stairs up that is. That's a, that's just like seven foot five. Yeah, I still don't like. I don't have to like it though. I'm with JL. How much fun would it be to just push that over? Just tackle it like a, like it's chasing the wheel. Walking into Miles Turner's house and just kicking the shin of his <laughs> Lego statue. Hey, man, I got something to show you. You just karate chop it in half. It's just 100,000 Legos literally oh. everywhere. Oh, wait, Miles, I've always wanted to do this. Punch yeah, it. you just... He's like, my life's work. He's just Legos falling through his fingers. Look how they massacred my boy. Um, I, I mean, he, he not hurting anybody. That's what I ultimately come down to at people's hobby. He's hurting me, but I'm not anybody. Um, let's take a quick fiber. Let's take a quick fiber. I want to come back and talk some, there is a, am I the asshole Reddit wedding edition that is tearing my family apart. I want to get to, there is some just the Elon Musk family is just normal. They're just some normal guys. School. Maybe we have a minute to read about how normal 
They are when we get back. Quinn Snyder. Maybe we talk a little Quinn Snyder. So we got a couple things. Let's take five. We'll catch everybody back on the other side of the break. Hey, welcome back. Happy Monday, hour three. As promised, there is a, if you could pull up the, the Reddit, it's a long one, so I will have to read it. But are you familiar? AITA, do you know what that is, school? Uh, yeah, I'm always under the impression that everything on there is fake. I don't know, man. For the sometimes you will read something that's like this can't be. Sometimes, like this one is like people are just weird enough. Some it can't all be fake, but again, sometimes I like to eat a little trash in the morning, you know, my oatmeal. Um, have you read this one yet? Uh, I saw it, but I did not read it. Oh, even better. There is a. AITA, these are like my, I don't know, my secret pleasure. I might just start working these. We might just have one every day because <laughs> I, I secretly love these. AITA is Reddit, Am I the Asshole? So somebody will tell the story and at the end, basically, add, you know, am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Am I on the wrong side of this? Right? Am I wrong or are they wrong? This is the case for this one. <clears throat> Said, am I the asshole for not having catering? at my wedding and again a little lengthy but you, you need it all for content so my this is the original post my female 28 uh, me and my fiance female 28 and a male that's 30 just got married two months ago we had our dream wet is this hayden winks it, it could be is hayden winks the asshole whoa a-i i-h-w T at no, nah, couldn't be. Um, everything was perfect, and I mean everything. School. My parents and his parents helped us pay for a great chunk of the wedding, so we would be debt free, and we are so eternally grateful for that. The issue arose about a month and a half ago. They got married two months ago. This arose a month and a half ago. So, <laughs> short honeymoon. The issue arose a month and a half ago when my aunt started posting on Facebook. About how she was disappointed with the whole ordeal. And a few guests sided with her school. Background. My fiance and I are huge Disney fans. Red flag. And we travel to Disney World as much as we can throughout the year. Disney is such an important part, not only to us, but also our marriage. Red flag number two. The issue was with our decision to not offer catering services slash bar services at our wedding. Due to routing the money towards having a wedding, Minnie and Mickey make appearances at our special day. The cost to have both Minnie and Mickey for a good chunk of time, about 30 minutes, was almost exactly what our parents allotted for our catering budget. So we scheduled an appearance during our first dance and our wedding photos. Four goats serving food, uh, though there were plenty of facilities at the venue where people could eat school. They want people to know that. My parents are still very supportive of us, uh, but everyone else is being passive aggressive about it on Facebook. Am I the asshole? And there are two edits. Any, the more edits I see, the more inclined I am to think this person is the asshole. Edit info. To those asking if the guests were warned, we clearly outlined in the invitation that there was food available at the venue. We didn't exactly spell out every restaurant's menu, but it was certainly mentioned. There were also vending machines available throughout. Edit two info. 
for everyone saying that it's too much for 30 minutes, I want to clarify that it was two 30-minute sessions on different days. $2,750 was the cost for one session. Wait, why did they need two sessions? Because you need Minnie and Mickey two times. It's cool. Um, different day. Oh, they had the they had to have them. Oh, wow! They got to see them twice. They performed at the re- the if, reception, <laughs> and then at the actual thing. Wow! If you if you missed Mickey and Minnie the first time, you're in luck. You're in luck. Um, do, do you think Mickey and Minnie posted like a, a flyer on Instagram, like back to back nights performing? Yeah, no, come see. Yeah, twenty fifth <laughs> and the twenty sixth. Uh, we at the Sheraton in Rhode <laughs> Island. Um. Are they the asshole school? Um, well, Give me a poll. Poll time. We had a poll all day. A hundred percent yes, I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, who oh. is the asshole here? Uh, original poster slash the Disney freaks or slash uh, Facebook and the aunt. I do love how Ant waited two weeks. Like, I'll let y'all be happy for two weeks. But now that I had to point out this was some bull. <laughs> some bull. <laughs> Um, maybe she was mad because she wasn't. Maybe she missed the first performance, only got to see the second performance. She missed Minnie, but only caught Mickey. She said, I, "I've already seen. <laughs> I wanted to see Minnie." Um, who is the asshole here? At school. Also, I have to wonder. It, it raises lots of questions to me. Like somebody said, in the, "Was this a two-day wedding?" This says thirty-minute sessions on two different days. Was it? Did they go like practice? They wanted everybody to see Mickey and Minnie at like the rehearsal dinner, right? And then also at the big day. So I, that's questionable. Two, what venue? Where is somewhere you could have a wedding, but you could tell people there's food around? Like, did they do this shit at the mall? Did they do this at the food? Like, where did they do this? Where it's like it was food around. You'd have to buy it, and we don't. We didn't tell your menu. And it said vending machine. Where has lots of restaurants and vending machines? The mall. It's the mall. Go to the vending machine if you're hungry. Shut up. Mickey's performing. (laughs) Yeah. Shh. Uh, You have to get to a wedding extra. You've been there for four hours. It's like, uh, yeah, if you want want to spend some of your own. If you have quarters with you. If you you, you have $1.50 change on you, you can go get some peanut butter and crackers. But shh. Minnie's about to come on. Mickey and Minnie are performing, and all you hear is the brr, the machine going, <laughs> the clunk of some Rolos hitting the bottom. <laughs> yeah, wedding dinner. Um, what's say? What's say? Chat. Um, what's say? Chat. Eighty percent of people said the poster is the asshole. Okay, let you have to kill you. Um, oh, I killed it. Ah! Oh, it's well, listen. Eight. It was gonna run away. Um. Roby said the answer, asshole. They're weirdos. They get married how they want. If you don't like it, don't go. This is why I wonder. It's like, I think people went. If you tell somebody, oh, yes, food will be available at the function. For a wedding, you're going to think you're getting fed. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like, if I've t- for this wedding, you're going too soon. If I said, if, if they told you, hey, you know, food's available, a plethora of food of uh, options available at the venue. Mm-hmm. You're thinking you're going to show up and eat pretty good. Mm-hmm. You show up and they're like, uh, no, I hope you brought, uh, again, 75 cents in quarters. You can get some ruffles. If you like, if you like <laughs> potato chips. Uh, if you want a Coke, you want a Coca-Cola, uh, those are down the hall. Maybe they had it at the airport, the airport chapel. Oh, that makes sense. Lots of 
Lots of food options, it's vending food, machines. Yep, food court. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff at the airport you can get up to. Yeah, that's what, I'm with Ava. It depends on the wording. I feel like the poster is the asshole here, so I feel like they did not lay it out in a way to where people would know that. Food will be available is not clearly telling people Yeah, that you can go get uh, some hostess. Co- you can go get some uh, ding-dong if you get a little hungry. Yeah, Jackson's right. They should have said uh, food is available to purchase. For per, yeah. If you lay that out, then even yeah, then, if you choose to go, you like, choose to go. Fuck? Well, but here, at that point, you know. Well, if, hey, if I got to do all that, maybe I should. Ah. You at least have. You at least know then. Because mm-hmm. op- open bar, I, I mean, I get everybody don't. Everybody not alcoholics, right? Just us on Twitter. So I, if you don't have an open bar at your wedding, I get that. No food either is a tough scene. Yeah, that's I rough. Think, but even more, I think people be fine with it if you didn't say that it went toward Mickey and Minnie. I think that's why that's why the people are upset. That's why the people are upset. And then the edit to say two different days of it. Two different days of <laughs> two different performances of Mickey and Minnie. It's like, man, y'all couldn't have no y'all couldn't have no little smokies and man, y'all got no biscuits or water. Like nothing. Nothing. Um, I'm willing. Chris A needs to see the actual invite. I don't even need to go that far. I'm willing. I think the poster is the asshole here. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on your side. I think the poster is the asshole here. Like Bim Bim asking people to sit through Disney adult wedding and then not serving food. They lucky it was people there at all, man. Mm. Yeah. Like, if you lay it all, like people. The only thing that's ever bothered me and when they go viral, it's like people will lay out specifically what they want at their wedding. Like some are like no kids and people get mad. No babies, people get mad. No old folks, no drinking, no open bar, whatever. Hey, it's yours, dude. But the reception, that's not for you. That's for the people. I'm like, you got you got to kind of give to the people, right? Roby says, fuck the guest. Then don't invite him. Well, if you feel like fuck the guest, then why, why are you inviting the guest? The wedding is for you. The reception is for us. To show how much we like you. Um, you made it to the court. I, re- I respect, like, if they were like, hey, man, we, got, we saved all the money. We only wanted Mickey and Minnie to perform seven days a week <laughs> while we ate our supper. That's what we spent our wedding money on. I'd respect that. The wedding. I, think they use, I think they use some trickery. The wedding registry just said performance from Mickey and Minnie several times. In lieu of uh, wedding gifts, if you would like to see Mickey and Minnie perform repeatedly. Um, Please make a check may. payable to yeah, yeah. Mickey and Minnie. <laughs> uh, Minard and Mickled uh, Mouse the third. I think they're the assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they invite the guests, but people get mad if you don't invite them. Well, they get mad if you invite them to a shitty wedding, too. Or a shitty reception. I'm sure the wedding was fine. Um, mm, mm, mm. Oh, you know, speaking of, speaking of absolute garbage, New Madden's about to come out of school. Oh, that looked... It... <laughs> New Madden's out. So 360 cuts give you more freedom and fluidity as the ball carrier. And that, oh, the trailer's out. Oh, have to watch the trailer. Let's see this clip first, and then we'll watch the full trailer. Yeah, this is a uh, Christian either. McCaffrey. Um, 
Yeah, it did have some music on it. Sammy D getting the Christian McCaffrey just bounces off a tackle that does not touch him. Uh, Fred Warner, all pro, got juked out of his shoes. Minka Fitzpatrick, all pro, got juked out of his shoes. Lamar is gone. Uh, this was this was what they wanted the people to see. I mean, that's egregious, man. Dude, like it's just an invisible wall around him. That's it's, awesome. I, I said it was white privilege. I said they got the X factors are crazy this year. <laughs> look at this. Look, Fred Warner, fifty four, like first time All Pro. He should be embarrassed at how they got him looking. Like Fred Warner, <laughs> <laughs> like come on. It sounds like it sounds like a a, a whiff, like you know the whew, that sound should play. Yeah, that's. Just... <laughs> Let us see the full trailer. All right, I'm yeah, ready. let's see. Yeah, this got to be... If, th- if they told me this is Madden Mobile for 2013, I'd be fine with it. We're looking at the full trailer All for right. Madden 23 now. It's a new... What's say Foundation? Yeah, Foundation. Why is it cut off? What's going on here? There's, that's why I was like, well, can we enlarge? And I was like, wait, wait. that's not us. That's not our problem. Wait, hold on. Why is it okay? There we go. Oh, it was. Zo- okay. I guess it was zoomed uh, in. Okay, they want you to see all the uh, sweat. Yeah. On the players. Wait, this doesn't make any sense. Okay, here we go. I guess. A new foundation for gameplay. Field sense. Oh, oh God. I'm assuming they're talking right now. I said, listen, they just they're making Marlon Humphrey look terrible. He tweeted online. He's like, I guess I shouldn't watch this trailer because the trailer is like the picture is like Nick Chubb about to stiff arm into the uh, Earth's crust. Look at this. Oh, gang tackle. <laughs> what am? <laughs> what it looks exactly it the same. hit everything. Skill based passing. Three sixty cuts. Wide receiver versus DB battles. These are all new. For Madden twenty three, oh, that's a, I would turn the game off if that pick happened. A nice two yard game. They're showing some of the, I don't even know the graphic without the grass and stuff. I mean, Three, ooh, some new animation school. Wow, thirty five hundred plus. Hit everything. I love that. Like you couldn't before. Nah, not without their uh, permission. Watching the Bills tackle some guys. We're watching the guys with the little the, the balls all over their body do like the, the I guess the motion capture stuff. I don't know. Just no part of this while we're watching this. At no part have I been like, man, aesthetically, this game looks incredible. And no, it looks exactly the same as all the other games. Oh, that yeah, would piss me off. That- <laughs> Yeah, this, I don't know, this looks like every single Madden. Oh, that would piss me off. I was like, it's Travis Kelsey, dude. <laughs> Travis you Kelsey know, can't catch a contested ball anymore. Good. Can't catch one in the end zone. Um, nope. Got them people in a square. Oh, this is going to, oh, there will be. Uh, oh, he caught that, though. <laughs> okay. Zeke Elliott getting tackled. That tracks. Oh, love that. Seven-yard loss. Punched <laughs> it out. Oh, this. <laughs> friendships will be lost the robot arm to punch it out friendships will be lost oh my Madden god 23. Dude. this is i will say that like it's all uh it's like all oh, people complain and buy it every year i complain every year but then i find a free copy every year. so i i feel like i rightfully can't complain i haven't paid money for madden in years 
Yeah, so I'll either. complain. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll complain all I please. Um, but if you're out here buying this, then shame on you. You are the problem. Yikes. They so, need to, they won't show the scouting because I know they didn't fix the scouting in franchise. This is really it. I've seen enough. Yeah, I've seen enough. That's really it. Uh, I've seen enough. Their features yeah. are you can throw the ball now. Like Well, what? you can hit everything though. What? Have I'm... you considered that you can hit everything? Hit everything. Two minute video. Okay. So, Glad Madden uh, is back. Looking forward to it. Uh, Quinn Snyder. Looking forward to his summer. Quinn Snyder got... uh, Got the Bahama shirt on. I feel like we've been reading the tea leaves here for weeks on TWS. Yeah, only a matter of time. Yeah, it actually, it, like Roby says, I'll say the movie. People would always, when I would stream like new Madden, they say, is it good, Withers? Is it, is it, should I buy it? And I would say no every single time. And every single time they would buy it anyway. So the thing I will say, if you're going to do it, at least wait till it goes to, like if you wait two months, it'll be 60% off. Like in the PlayStation Store, Xbox, whatever. Wait six weeks and at the very least get it for $12. Mm-hmm. Don't pay full price. Um, Quinn Snyder stepping down, had some hip surgery, had a year left on his contract, stepping down. But Donovan Mitchell says he's unsettled, unnerved, and wondering what it means for the franchise's future. I will say this may be the first and last time I tip my cap to Donovan Mitchell because he's for sure. He's like, oh, yeah, that's how I'm getting out of here. Right. Quinn, oh yeah, no, oh man, how, how could I trust this place, man? Quinn's out of here, Quinn's out of here, it's falling apart. Mm-hmm. How could I stay here? But I don't know, Quinn. I think Quinn Snyder's got it. Like he's just gonna recover from this hip surgery, I imagine, and then next year just be in his position to kind of pick whatever job he wants. Yeah. Like wait one year, see who blows it between. Doc Rivers or Steve Nash or I don't know. I feel you like really never know. Quinn Snyder replacing Doc Rivers, maybe even mid-season could be a thing. Nick, uh, Jack Settleman is trying to pitch some sort of package deal for Quinn Snyder and, and Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks. He wants that. He said, man, we ain't had that kind of playoff failure in years here, at least <laughs> one year in New York. And Jack wants it back. So I don't Knicks after a year, I could see that. Hawks, I did he was on, I think he assistant coach under Bud, maybe. So he was assistant coach for the Hawks. I could see some Quinn Snyder in a year. A money says Pelicans. I think they're good. Like there are some teams that would like move on from their coach. I don't know. After Willie Green after this first year in particular, like some would have to go horribly wrong, I think which is CNBA, something could definitely go horribly wrong. But, yeah, Donovan Mitchell's like, how could this happen, man? <laughs> Somebody out there wasn't playing defense and missing shots. How could this, why does Quinn have to fall on the sword? But alas, he's, uh, you know, just kind of setting the scene. He's like, uh, he's just walking. I heard Donovan Mitchell was unhappy. You guys heard? Anybody else hearing that Donovan Mitchell's been uh, unhappy in this? 
Uh-uh. Kale said Danny Ainge gonna come <laughs> Mormon Sam Hinky process 2.0. Yeek. Yeah, who's Danny Ainge gonna hire? Brad Stevens. Uh now, yeah, see now Danny Ainge gets to hire whoever he wants, but again, it goes to okay, what are we like? Are we hiring a coach to try to run back what we've had? Like new voice in the room? Are we hiring a coach to be like Okay, hey, I'm coming in. Like the thing, the schemes that I run more fit to Donovan or Rudy. Are they blowing it all up? In that case, maybe they just go like the youngest, highest potential coach. So I don't know. They're gonna have to have some kind of legit. I don't. I feel like I'm oversimplifying, but it just does seem like a sit down would have to. It's like, man, do you want to be like? Do you even want to go through all this? Mm Hmm. Because now it could be like, okay, well, we hired a coach that we thought Donovan would like, and if that don't work in a year, now you got to get a third coach and trade Mitchell. So it's like, man, can we, can we just cut through all that? Mm-hmm. I saw some talk. I think the Bulls were interested in Gobert. Maybe that's the move. You flip one and go from there. But Snyder, he, he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be all right. Probably just uh, that Dan- hip surgery. Danny Ainge can hire his old buddy Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers to Utah would be just made for me. I could just get all my hating done in one place if Doc and Donovan Mitchell were there. Coach K to Utah. Oh, <sighs> Jesus Christ. At that, I'll be like, no, nah, I'm with Donovan. You, that's a, let that man out. Uh, Kevin McHale. I could definitely see some old, who's some old former Celtics coach? Oh, Tibbs. After Tibbs is out in New York. Tibbs in Utah? Tibbs is a boss. Tibbs was an assistant coach on that Boston team under Doc Rivers. So Tibbs is a Boston guy. He knows some Danny Ainge. <laughs> he knows I his think number. Me thinks they're linking back up. Uh, Ryan says, blow it all up. Go bear to Charlotte. Mitchell to Miami. I just. Um, I think Miami can do better. I think Miami can do better. Oh, but Miami, if you will pull up, search for Pat Riley on Twitter. Pat Riley had some words for Kyle Lowry. Okay. And his um, conditioning, I think we should say. So he did not uh, hold back um, mince words. Oh, here we go. Kyle Lowry. Rishi said, Snyder and Donovan for Doc and Harden sign and trade. That's the nastiest thing I've ever heard, Rishi. Why would you say that? Uh, yeah, here we go. Brady Hawk uh, 305 covers the heat, I am guessing. Says Pat Riley on Kyle Lowry's conditioning. Uh, you want to give me some Pat Riley school? Can you give me some Adrian Brody, Pat Riley on Kyle Lowry? Oh, man, I'm already forgetting what he was doing. <laughs> Listen, Adrian Brody, he's got one pitch. It's a great pitch, but it's the Adrian Brody pitch. Uh I don't. I don't think I want to do it today. Oh, uh, you're I, killing me, school. I, I don't have it in me today. The, the bottom line with me, and for me, as far as hoping you can get the most out of a player, is that you have to be in world class shape. You just have to be. He's definitely gonna have to address that, and it will be addressed. So you will court. get on that treadmill. You will do the what? They'll poke your your belly with. The, thickers and you can't have so much fat percentage whatever the heat decide um yeah like murder why would you trade for kyle like kyle Lowry, he has a body type right 
I get why Jimmy Butler would go to Miami. That fits his aesthetic like to the T. All y'all do is work out. All I do is work out. Lowry is a different aesthetic. He's thick boy. He's got some posterior. I don't think anyone, I don't think there's any two ways around it. Now, I do know he also missed, a. he was in and out all year for, like, they called it personal issues. Mm -hmm. So I would be willing to, like, give him, I don't know if the personal issues, what those are. I'd be willing to give him that kind of benefit. But, yeah, that was kind of a, you knew that about Kyle Lowry when you got Kyle Lowry. That's what makes him Kyle Lowry. Yeah. So, like, you knew he had a big ass and people couldn't post him up. That's why you got him. That's what makes him good. <laughs> um, so I don't know what they expected there. But, again, the personal issues, don't know, don't want to speculate. I don't know if that, if it's enough for a guy to miss games over, I would imagine it probably affects his conditioning. So, I don't know. But Pat Riley, uh, mincing no words. Nope. Early. Who, oh, you know who else didn't mince words? Who? Pedro Martinez in an interview with Sports Illustrated for Kids. Not a word mincer. No. Not a word mincer. What the? Can you read? Can you read that one for me? What the, What happened with Pedro? Uh, yeah, back in two thousand one, Jeff Horrigan of the Herald interviewed Pedro Martinez <clears throat> for Sports Illustrated for Kids. Um. He, SFIK, so I guess that's who asked the okay, question. Okay, you be the I'll, I'll be I'll be Pedro. I'll All right, be Pedro. Pedro, what can you tell me? What your favorite color is? Green. Can you tell me what your favorite book is? <sighs> Whatever. Favorite actress? Ooh. Sandra Bullock. Pedro, do you happen to have any secret ambitions? Uh, one, just one. I would like to fuck Sandra Bullock. Uh, Pedro, this this interview is for the kids edition of Sports Illustrated. Oh no! I, you're right. You're right. That was on me. That I was locker room talk. Um, I would like to sleep with Sandra Bullock. Thank you, Pedro. That no more questions. No more questions. I, you're welcome. Uh, and scene. That was Pedro for uh, a Sports Illustrated for Kids. Sports Illustrated he just went for Kids. Secret ambit, not learning how to play the guitar. Not winning a world. I mean, maybe he already had one. I, uh, I young. I want to play some basketball with my friends. He said, nah. Uh, you know the mom in uh, Blindside? I want to rail her. That's my secret ambition. He said, Pedro, Pedro. This for the, he's like, oh, 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 oh. Um. I would like her to rail me. Um, <laughs> something more sensible for the kids. Yeah, this is a tough... If you're Sandra Bullock reading this, you're like, what the... I was just trying to read my, my Sports Illustrated for kids with my daughter. And now I and I know this didn't make it, but it... She's like, I know what you said, Pedro. I didn't make the print, but I, I know Jeff. And I know what you said. Uh, yes, I would like to go... I would like to court... Uh, with Sandra Bullock, yeah, go on a I, date with. I mean, I would, yeah, I would like to gallivant. There's uh, plenty I mean, of options, but nope. I would like to fuck. I would like to sleep with. I mean, hey, that's it. He was like, yeah, I'd like her to slap me around and spit in my mouth. Pedro, <laughs> I said, how are you doing, man? I said, I said, if you're good, we can get the interview started. Yeah, no, I wanted to pull my hair. Um, 
Pedro, freak of the week. Yeah. Freak of the damn week. Bit early to declare it, but I think uh, I think we found him. Uh, you know, with the way things are going, somebody will be much freakier. But for right, he's got he's got the belt right now. I'll put it like that. <laughs> we we might got to start giving out freak of the week. <laughs> the baby boy of the week goes cold in the summer, and we might just start doing freak of the week. Uh, I like in that. the summer. And right now, Pedro, you are you are uh, in the lead. Front runner. Front runner for a super freak. Of the week. Oh, but he's got some competition still. Uh, Errol Musk. The father um, of the father of Twitter. I didn't know a whole lot about Errol Musk mm-hmm. going into this weekend school. I knew he was a, like a, a, not diamond, something emerald or something. Some type mm-hmm. of emerald mine. South African. This is from a Yahoo store. It said Elon Musk's father, Errol. Oh, I'm just calling it right now. The bots will be here within four minutes. Elon Musk's father, Errol, says that Elon had to be hospitalized after he mocked the suicide of a schoolmate's father. And he pushed Musk down a flight upstairs. It gets to the story. It says Elon responded, well, I think you're stupid, said Errol. That's typically Elon, said the father. He also recalled a time when Elon made a hurtful comment to a schoolmate about his father's suicide. Let me say, let me also just pause and say, I don't think you get that kind of, if you're making them type of jokes or whatever as a kid, I don't think you get that kind of evil out. No, you're always like that. You know what I mean? You're making jokes about a schoolmate whose father, like, come on, man. And I know kids are cruel everywhere. I get it. But even then, um. Back to the article. The boy pushed Elon down a staircase. I know that's right. At school. Injuring him so badly he had to be hospitalized. When he heard what had happened, Errol wanted to defend his son. But I realized Elon overstepped the mark with this little boy. I had to drop it. He said. So that's just kind of a, a, that's just one of the things I learned about Errol Musk. Another thing I learned, Scoop, did you know he had a, a father to child with his own stepdaughter? Yeah, and she was uh, four decades younger than him, I believe. She was four decades younger than him. He came into their life when she was four years old. And when she grew up and they had since divorced, so he's not, he's not a cheater. Um, he just... Came into his stepdaughter's life at four years old. And later on, if you could find, he explains how and why that happened. Like, I understand how and why everything is fucked up with y'all. Uh, is it in this article? Uh, yeah. Uh, right here. Is that, uh, yeah. As an adult, yeah, father and son suffered a major split when he had a child in 2017 with a stepdaughter four decades his June. Again, I think the four decades is junior part is really selling short the stepdaughter part. Like you're you're trying to put the it on the age difference, which oh, I mean the age is whatever. Your stepdaughter, like come on, man. So Elon thought that it was not very good. From my point of view, I take life as it comes. The elder must say, um, but he says their relationship has since improved. Now this isn't the one. I threw my phone somewhere. There it is. 
there's he gets into the details and it's like man i wish you just didn't tell the details of that story like it was bad it's like no let me explain why how it got to me impregnating my stepdaughter maybe i don't want to know no one wants to know but since i found out we're all going to find out um i gotta get to it here we go here we go Elon Musk's father, Errol, opened up about having a baby with his stepdaughter, Yana Buzunaya, who was only four years old when he married her mother, Heidi. Errol apparently thought he had made things better by telling the Sunday uh, Times of London that he did not consider uh, Yana 30 his stepdaughter. He claims that she was raised away from the family for long periods of time. How did this happen? Yeah, yeah. How did this happen? Errol Musk revealed that Elliot Rush, the baby he co-parents with stepdaughter, uh, Yana, came about from a one-time mistake. Of the incident, Errol said, it happened one evening when Yana's boyfriend threw her out of the house and she had slept over at my house. You have to understand, I've been single for 20 years and I'm just a man who makes mistakes. That's the quote. That sounds like a man who's got a lot to hide. I'm going to read that quote again. You have to understand, I've been single for 20 years, and I'm just a man that makes mistakes. I learned something else about Errol Musk. In a 2017 interview uh, Rolling Stone with Elon Musk, Errol admits he had been involved in a violent crime. He revealed that he shot and killed three people who broke into his uh, Johannesburg home. He was eventually released on the motive of self-defense. Wow. This is the air. This is the man that raised <laughs> Elon Musk. The man he's been single for twenty years. Scoop. That's crazy. He's a man that makes mistakes. We've all made mistakes. Scoop. We've all made. Other day, I, uh, cooking something, I left it on too long. We've all made mistakes. Sometimes you overcook your potatoes. Sometimes you father a child with your stepdaughter. Nasty. It's a slippery slope. Now nah, this is. After I found out these three things, I said, I don't want to find out. I, I know enough. Yeah. I know enough about Errol Musk. Pretty much. Um, his son's going to be the president one day. Can't be. Maybe not of this country, but a president. Maybe of a business. Something. Maybe of a business. No, I, I hope not. <laughs> I would, we've, seen, we've seen how that goes. Um, I mean, we have a 20 minute. What do we got left? Cause I'm looking at the uh, the new Bladen. Oh, oh, the Broncos got sold. If we want to talk about, oh, that they first. did. Walmart owns the Broncos now. Yeah. Walmart. I saw this this morning before we went on. Rob Walton, an heir to excuse me, an heir to the Walmart fortune, will win the bidding for the Denver Broncos at about four and a half billion dollars. Four and a half billion dollars, Scoop, several sports bankers told Forbes. The winning bid is expected to be announced as early as this month. Now, could you look up the, the Forbes valuations that we were looking at the other day? Could you look that up for the Broncos? Because I know they wasn't at four and a half, but I'm just trying to get a, a ceiling for how much like teams are going for now. Let's just, just, just like what the general vibes are. Let's... Here we go. And this is only, I think, for 2020, or this is the most recent, right? Uh, yes. 
Here we go. Find us our Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos. The Atlanta Falcons. I don't think we... I think they're still... uh... Broncos. Oh, the ice scroll pass. Oh, there we go. So, okay, here we go. Uh, One year change at 17%, I believe. Oh, give me a break. Yeah, 17%. They're up 17%. Value, $3.75 billion. And they got them for four point five. I feels like a decent price, like a, a one year change. If you're going up, like again, that this is off the pandemic year. They pointed out at the top, like basically the NFL just beat that. And yeah, could you could you give me the four? Like the I want to see the year by year, um, if we can. Like I just don't know what we. It, it's whatever we looked at the other day. I think it was also Forbes, but is it just like sports value or team values? I'm not sure if they do the same thing for the NFL, though. Oh, listen, they, I just don't know what to search for, but they for sure. What do we search for? They had only NBA up. Um, charging um, double. Listen, the Broncos are a good team that has won recently and has a quarter. Yeah, we need this, but for the NFL. Here we go. NFL. There we. I'll just say, listen. No, nope, if four, no, the same, same it, shit. Yeah, ah, give me a break. Thing, okay. They don't want us to know how much they made 10 years ago. Interesting. Oh, this is so, uh, Oh, this is showing what it will be. Oh, oh, yeah, to the moon is what it's going to be. If it costs 4.5 billion dollars to get in on a team that's only going to continue to make money, I think we should buy an NFL team. Yeah, buying a sports team seems like a great investment. They act like it's the worst thing in the world, but all you do yeah, is make money. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, you should have seen our luxury bill this year. I'm like, brother, you paid for the team 14 years ago for $17. <laughs> You've made uh, billions time and time over again. I don't want to hear about working woes. Mm-hmm. Um, but Broncos, four and a half. What would it take to get the what's it got the Cowboys at? What's the Cowboys value? Because uh-huh. I know they were number one. Six point five. Six point five. What do you think it would take? What kind of offer would it take for Jerry Jones to be like, okay, I'm good. I'd rather have this money than be the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Six point five. I think you got to start at ten. I was gonna say start at twelve. You have to double like, the value. <laughs> legit. Because again, you got to give. You got to give what it's worth. Paying for the going forward is only going to increase. And I think, like, what keeps Jerry Jones going, getting out of bed right now is I think he gets out of bed and says, I own the Dallas Cowboys. Then he goes about that. that like, that's what keeps him going. Yeah. And if you saw, like, he already a billionaire. He could take $10 billion. He already got a billion. Yeah, like Brian says, I don't know if he will ever sell. No, he probably dies What's- with it. Oh, listen, like he's already got his his daughter running. That's this is going to be like Walmart. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys will never be out of the Jones family. OK, Patriots two. who's the high, I want to know who the highest one up here that we could like legit see. Going up for sale, like the Patriots could craft be done with it. Mm, no, Washington. Uh, well, three is the Giants. Who owns the? I feel like aren't they family? The merit. Yeah, they, they're like family. Nobody's getting in there. Crikey's the Rams. They own the Nuggets too. They big bucks. Washington. They might force him to sell it. I, I just don't. 
I think if you force him to sell, I just feel like he's like, I'm taking everybody with me. And that's what they that's what the other owners cannot have. Mm-hmm. As much as they hate Daniel Snyder, as bad as he makes the, them look by making like Washington look bad. If they get him out for like the investigation of the books stuff. If they do go into like investigation, everything, I think Daniel Snyder will be like, oh, yeah. And let me tell you what me and Jerry Jones, let me tell you what me and Mark Davis talked about. So I think they'll be like, all right, we'll just, we'll just kind of leave him be. Uh, people saying Snyder and Trump, man, how many times have we heard this though? Daniel, he always, every year, because he, every year he does something where he should sell this team. And every year he does not sell this team. Mm hmm. And I don't think they're going to force him to because, again, I think it would be a well. If, they, if one day they looked at all his like Cuban and um, Donald Sterling, Mark Cuban was like, "Hey, Donald Sterling said some bad stuff, but if we're going to start taking teams for stuff we said on the phone, you got to take all of our teams." And I think this is what is going to be. Hey, if you're getting mad at that for cooking the book, Daniel Snyder going to say, "You know who else cooked the books? Jerry Jones cooks the books, and the Buccaneers cooked the books." And rah rah rah. So, Cronky owns the Rams, Nuggets, Avalanche, Arsenal, and the Rapids, and married to Walton Harris. That's keeping the bread in the family. That's how they keep their power, you know. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who's in the top ten? I just want to see top ten here. Forty Niners, Bears, Niners, the D Bartolos, and the York. They've owned. The Bears have literally, like, the McCoskey family is, like, the only team I think has owned them. They're not going anywhere. Jets are the Johnson family. They're not going anywhere. Eagles. Could the Eagles be had? I mean, I wouldn't have picked. I wouldn't have figured the Broncos could have been had. I also wouldn't have figured they were top 10 in valuation. So. I think the Bears are going to sell soon, actually. They've been talking about it. It would just feel like if this is the family industry, if this is like your whole family business, I get it. But selling that team would make so much more money than keeping it. Like if you if the McCoskey family owns the Bears and have since the 1920s, they paid four dollars for. Them. Mm-hmm. And excuse me, they're at value four billion. If they sold, what do you think they could get for the Bears? Right? Seven, nine, like, yeah, like six, seven. I was going to say, I feel like whatever the value is, you probably got to add one or two for the market, the history, all that stuff. But maybe I'll buy the Bears. Actually, I think the kids of the Bears are going to sell. I think that's what's going to happen with a lot of these fam- family businesses. Yeah. Like the, uh, the Pacers, a lot of these plays, they've been in the family for so long. And the kid, I'm kind of surprised the Lakers ain't been sold yet. Like if, if it gets to the next generation of buses, like genies, kids, or nieces and nephews, I think they'll be like, "Oh no, nah, let's just sell it and make ten billion dollars." We don't, we don't have that kind of connection. Uh, May says the Rooney, yeah, Rooney's are Steelers. They're never, they'll never sell. I, I don't know. I don't know because again, when you see like family like that, that's their whole identity. The Steelers, the Jets. So maybe you never sell, but maybe. Maybe I can get Nick Rubman to open the purse strings and we make a we make a decent uh, Chicago underdogs. <laughs> the underdog fantasy Chicago Bears. The under <laughs> the Chicago Bears as presented by uh underdog sports. <laughs> we play at Soldier Field as presented by Underdog Sports. 
We're changing the colors from blue and orange to black and yellow. People will like that. People like when you uh, shit on tradition. They love that. So, yeah, Walmart owns the Broncos. Here. Russ likes that. Russ really likes that. What do we got here? Closing out. Uh, uh, who is Alan coming and why did he fake his death? Uh, so I don't think it was. I don't think he faked his death. I think. Yeah, what happened? The the monkey faked its death, right? Mm. I gotta pull this up. I've been fed some lies. Yeah, I put this in the Discord and then I yeah, lost. I was like, I some of the stories I was like, I write down this. So I just wrote down Alan Cumming fake death because I want to find out uh, everything. Where is it? Um, Here it is. Yeah, it was Alan Cumming's co-star Chimp. Um, I got the two mixed up. Yeah, Alan Um, Cummings co-star Chimp, missing co-star Chimp, was found alive after his owner faked his death as part of a long-standing battle with PETA. Oh, so he faked the death for the monkey. Yes. Yes. In a long, as part of a long-standing battle. (laughs) Yes. Involving Tonka the Chimpanzee. This all makes perfect sense. Oh, you have to um, log in? Oh. Oh, wow. Almost had me stone. That's crazy. Well, it says you here. Almost had, a chimpanzee? Chimpanzee. Yes, yes. Um, last May, Tonka the chimpanzee, an elderly ape who starred in George of the Jungle and Buddy alongside actor Alan Cumming in 1997, died according to court records. Uh, you never want to hear somebody died according to court records. That means it's not true. Right. Um, what, what else is that? Uh, the chimp had recently suffered a stroke and died from heart failure, its owner, Tanya Haddix, claimed, submitting a declaration and court documents to a Missouri judge that detailed how the animal's body was burned in a fire pit. Um, but this I thought he had a bu- I thought he had a bum ticker scoop. He fell in the uh, he was at the extrusion plant. <laughs> it's, it's, this week, Tonka was found alive, secretly hidden away for the past year in Haddix's Sunrise Beach, Missouri home, where he reportedly had a 60-inch TV, an interactive iPod, li- iPad-like touch device, and had celebrated St. Patrick's Day among a few of Haddix's close friends. How did they? So one of the friends told the monkey was there, right? How did how did this get out? I think that had to have been what happened, right? They tried to pronounce it officially dead, and people were like, "Maybe not." They showed up at the party. I said, "Guy, you said you said Tonka was dead." He said, "Yeah, I lied. Wasn't that great?" He said, "Bro, we sent you. Get we mourned with you." He's like, "Nah, it was all a ruse." Thank you for the TV, by the way. He loved it. Yeah, no, the iPad. Oh my god. He he peels bananas on there. You can do it with with a swipe of the finger. He plays Fruit Ninja. He's really good. Um, I hope I never listen. Man, me and Peter got some beef too, but I hope it never get to the point where I gotta uh, fake the death of my aunt. Yeah, to, to hide him in Missouri. I read his a uh, Sunrise Beach, Missouri. I said Missouri. Sunrise Beach, Missouri, baby. This is Marty Bird, man, down there in the Ozarks. Trying to hide a monkey. Yeah, Missouri. Uh, so, what, I mean, what happens now? If you try to fake your death as a person and they find out you're not dead, you go to jail. 
well, they probably want to take the monkey away, right? Oh, you think they could? You, he faked this monkey's death. You think they're going to let him or he's going to let them <laughs> take this monkey? Right. That sounds like that's what they want. It's what they, this monkey needs to be taken away from him. Should we adopt it? Can we, can we, you think you and I could give this monkey the home? No, I don't think we For could sure raise not. a chimpanzee. I think we get our faces ripped off the first day. It would break our wrist. Yeah. Immediately. On camera. I'm like, Scoop, take me off the man. <laughs> take me off the man. You can drag off screen. <laughs> you just flat uh, promo code true. I'm just, ah, 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 ah. Um, <laughs> One minute, 30 seconds left. Uh, <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Oh, uh, one last basketball thing. I think we, we'll do our state, our blading tomorrow, probably. There was some DeAndre Ayton news. I meant to mention that around the Quinn Snyder stuff. Uh, yeah, here we go. John Hollinger of the Athletic, form, <laughs> formerly of the Grizzlies. So DeAndre Ayton has likely played his last game in a Suns uniform. Sources tell the Athletic that it's more likely than not the Aiton plays somewhere other than Phoenix next season, which this has kind of been the rumor, been the rumor, been the rumor. I just thought as like they had a bad loss, things just in general are hectic after it. I just thought it'd be like, okay, everybody, let's just take a month. Everybody just take three, four weeks. Everybody will go on vacation. We'll be a little bit further away from this. Cooler heads will prevail. Let's sit down in the middle of June and let's, ha- let's hammer this out, man. And it doesn't seem like there's been any yeah, of no. that. Um, feels like it's only getting worse. Ryan says him to Detroit for Jeremy Grant, win-win for both teams. So we have found the Pistons fan in the chat. Oh, Skeet, is this just Big Pistons chat? Big Buffs <laughs> chat? Uh, Big Buffs in the chat? They're all here today for once. Yeah, I'm going out. This is the best pick. He's just copping a good squat. He's shitting on the court, shitting on center He's court. Shitting, shitting on Robert Sarver, shitting on his teammates by walking out on the Suns. Right. Um, yeah, I don't, I just don't, what could have went so bad so fast? Usage. We talked about it. Maybe he was salty about the usage rate. It could be. See, this is, this, excuse me, this came up last summer when they didn't pay him. And it was like, I don't know, is this going to be a festering issue? And all year, like to his credit, Aiton hadn't mentioned it. He hadn't asked for more touches. He hadn't whined anything. He's doing his, he's handling his business the way he's supposed to be handling it. And it was all good until it wasn't. Right. And when it wasn't, it just seemed like it. That's why I don't, maybe it was a thing all year. We just never knew. Mm -hmm. Like that game or game seven he must have just said something to like cross the line. Like, I don't know what, cause I just feel like in general, just about everything can be like, we'll wait two weeks. We'll go to Bahamas. He'll go to the Bahamas. Like we'll come back with a tan and, and, and hit this out. I'm seeing from Aiton for Grant, you're going to need way more than Aiton for Bagley and Grant. I think the Suns can do better, man. Bagley Grant, a first maybe. But even if you're Detroit, you're like, we could just sign him. Right. Yeah. Now the thing, it's still it's restricted. So the own I mean the power that Aiton has 
is if he says he's willing to take his qualifying offer. Mm-hmm. Because qualifying offer gives you one year, he'd be completely unrestricted at the end, and it also gives him a trade or a no trade clause. So if he takes the, it's just you're passing on some guaranteed probably 150, 60 million for a one year deal. People have done it before. Greg Monroe did it, and I think he ended up getting like 50 million. Like it worked out for him. Nerlens did it. It they offered Nerland 70. He didn't take it. So it should have tur- it should have worked out for Nerlens. He turned down the 70 and then didn't get it. Uh Spurs, Roby says eight into the Spurs for Poidel, Keldon, and a pick. If I'm the Spurs, I don't know if I do that, man. I'd rather have Keldon. To be yeah, I think like Poidel's solid too. And like the Spurs keep getting solid guys with their picks. Hmm. Like DeJounte 29th pick. Keldon was in the 20s. They just got uh Primo and Vassell lottery guys. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I do that, but I do think like a, a deal in that structure. Because the Suns are like, can we get, you know, a starting center and a couple pieces? I think Atlanta has some of those pieces. Clint Capella, some are saying. You're going to spend all summer trying to move Clint Capella. It's going to, it's going to be, he's a- going to. It's gonna get sad at some point. I feel like. Oh, it's oh, it's sad now. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna rip up his deal, uh, and it's just they'll give him the super duper max. Uh, I look, listen, man. We just, for the for all the good things about Aiton, we just saw a team go small and he could not punish them. We saw a team go small and he could not punish them. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, he's not an Olympic gold medalist like Keldon. I'd rather have the package. Now, if you tell me one of those, like you tell yeah. me Poidel for Ayton or Keldon for Ayton or the pick for Ayton, I'm listening. Yeah, I meant the package, not just Keldon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, pa- oh, the package, no way. But um, I don't know. Maybe we do some uh, fake Ayton trades. Cap- now New World's talking my language. Some Capella and some Bogey. Capella and Gallo and a, a, a top 66 second round pick. Now we're, I think now we're thinking in what the Suns would like. Oh, you Absolute love garbage. That. <laughs> it's in about what I'd like, Scoop. I want what's best for the team. But what's best for the team would be getting eight and in Capella out. Oh, man. Look at the, look at the time already. Wow. Um, three o'clock. It's here. Three, it, 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 just, it just jumps right up on you, man. So, wow, that'll do it for today. Thank you to chat. No, knock on wood, no bots. I think we beat the bot allegations. Better wrap it up quick because you know they like to come in late. Mm-hmm. So for, for Jam doing his interning, mm-hmm. school pushing our buttons, uh, if everyone can give us a five-star review, thumbs up, mm-hmm. and subscribe so you can chat with us tomorrow. And we'll catch everyone on a... Tears Day. We'll see you tomorrow.